This episode is sponsored by Spunk. Did you just get bonked on the head and now you're too embarrassed to leave the house? Then you need Spunk. Spunk is the first ever digital Bluetooth cube that yells at you when you're anywhere near potential bonks. Simply get the Spunk surgically installed on the top of your head by a certified Spunk doctor and then you're ready to roam the world bonk free. Don't get bonked, get spunked. Do you even know what this is or even understand what you're about to get into? <laughs> you just stepped into the only virtual realm of complete cool boy wisdom. This is Cool Talks 444. Additional restrictions on running non-Apple software. Hmm? That's what the update is. It uh, it restricts non-Apple software from running. Perfect. Just had a fucking stroke, dude. Jesus. What kind of bullshit is that? We don't even want to let you put on your own things. What's up, everybody? This is uh, Chuck with Cool Talks 444 and... Hey, this is Andrew. Cool Talks 444. That's right. I'm here. We're going to say that We're twice. Here. Cool Talks 444. Doubling up. Uh, episode 18. This is uh, Famous Singing Boys. That's fucking nuts. 18 already. Jesus. Well, technically it's like 20 something because we have some part two. That's weird. And stuff. So uh, Still I mean, weird. In a, in a lawyer's world, it's like 20 something. Ooh. We're in our 20s. Early 20s. Ooh, so this us. is when we get wild and dangerous and find our freedom. We've been around long enough to where people don't hate us too much yet. Uh, but apparently, um, no, let me not get into the ratings. What? No ratings just yet. Um, Andrew. Apple. No, Are not Apple yet. Not even that yet. We gotta, Dang it. It's about Spunk. Oh. Oh, yeah. Our sponsor. Sorry. So. I forgot. Already. Spunk. Uh, is our sponsor. Yes, they are. What do you think, Andrew? Mm, I don't know. Would you put it in your head? <laughs> Someone told me that um, the doctors... I did bonk my head like a few times this week. Well, the doctors are, are sponkters is what sponkters. I heard. Sponkters. So that's like that's like how you know because sometimes like they say like oh we don't know if like this is an actual certified doctor for spunk but I They're heard probably that if you go in and you whisper sponkter into the doctor's ear... They'll smile. <laughs> I can't keep a straight really? face. <laughs> I feel like this is a chiropractor and they moonlight as a sponsor on the like on the weekend. For some extra cash. Yeah. Putting cubes in people's heads. Yeah. But anyway. Because chiropractors, uh, the whole thing about that was created by a guy that talked, supposedly talked to the dead. So well, it seems in the same vein. Well, and this put something in and your dead. head on in. On in, on your head, in, in your, your body, head, on your head, in your in and on. It's going somewhere. It's going in. It's going to look like it's on, it's but it's under your skin, in. so it's in and on. But anyway, uh, shout out to Spunk. I yeah. mean, what's up, if boys? You guys want to get that? So you see, so if if you do get embarrassed about just running into things and people, um, I don't know. Give it a give it a shot. Give it a whirl. Yeah, I don't think it comes back out. I mean, how how bad could it hurt, really? Yeah, I mean, it's not that bad, but. Anyway, um, uh, skipping on to our next topic here. Yes. Um, Which one is this? The ratings. Ooh, okay. All right. So no new ratings. Oh, great. So there's not, not a single one. Well, there's uh, no garbage people out there. 
I guess. Well, I guess with the, the garbage stars. people. Well, I mean, you're like, it's not like you're. It's like you're the. You know when you go to the dump and there's like the the cardboard where you dump the cardboard and then you go to the trash. Yes. Like right now, it's like cardboard. Like you're not trash. We're not gonna three way with the smelly seagull shit trash, but you're getting thrown away still. So 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 if they don't and then they leave a five star, is that make them recyclable? They recycled them. I don't know. I don't know, but I think, I think we gotta you. we gotta switch up our game a little bit here because we're getting no new reviews. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for everyone who's listening because I get hundreds yeah, of listens. Super cool. We're extremely famous, and we actually have a famous boy that I'm going to introduce here shortly. Ooh, yeah, but I mean we're like our famous level is huge, so we get a lot of listens per podcast. Um, we're past the double digits. Dang. So I know that not every single one of the people that have listened have rated us five stars. Yep. So in a Christian's realm, uh, <laughs> with all due respect, go to hell. Ooh. Not really, but you get the idea. Okay. Um, with that being said, I'm feeling feisty too because also uh, Apple updated. We've, we've their been having fun here. Apple. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, you want to? Apple's been having fun, I guess. Yeah, they. We have haven't fun. been. Yeah. Yes, they've been trolling the hell out of us. They decided to release an update that. Uh, Called Catalina. Called too. Catalina too, like a fucking Catalina wine mixer. But yeah, but that would be fun. That'd be f- awesome. That'd be a fun time. But the like this hell. Is like the other side of Catalina. Yeah, it's like Catalina underwater. Catalina has a big cliff. They just threw fucking everybody <laughs> off of that cliff. <laughs> they gave you the. We were at the wine mac- mixer. You're and like, then oh, they're great. like, and then Apple shows up with a bunch of like weird looking people, like robot, like Zuckerberg looking like, people. Yeah, maybe a bunch of robot zucks. Mm-hmm. That's that's really disturbing. Hey, and then just threw our ass off the cliff because they released this update that uh, breaks everything. Every, we, from what I can tell on the internet, is every single piece of third party hardware. Yeah, so our does not work. Our anymore. cool boy, I guess, has been waiting. For, like, it's has been about an so hour. So Apple's waiting. just in the background. Yeah. I'm actually doing this podcast without any headphones on. I can't, like, I can't, like, any. I'm just guessing. Yeah, and then the audio coming back, like our own voices, it sounds like a like it a sounds like horrible a, robot. Yeah, a robot, like a robot 1.0. But anyway, let's. One. I want to introduce our special boy guest, <laughs> famous boy guest, uh, Jacob Maxwell. What's Holy. up, dude? Hello. Thank Hello. you for having me. I've been here for three hours waiting for Apple. <laughs> waiting for Apple. <laughs> Sorry, Jacob. Thanks, Thank Apple. Thank you for having me. I'm super stoked to be here. Yeah. Heck yeah. You are technically our first guest with a uh, permanent uh, technical difficulty throughout the whole podcast. Really? So, yeah. I'm honored. Yeah. Also <laughs> the most famous. Also the most famous. Would you look at that? Would you look at that? I would like to say I'm an F-list celebrity. F-list. My friend was trying to humble me. And he goes, so people think you're a celebrity. But I would say on a scale of like A list is like you know, DiCaprio. Oh, you're you're clearly F list. There's so much F list to like yeah. trail down. Oh yeah. To be on a, t- t- a singing show from Coeur d'Alene, <laughs> you're an F list celebrity. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, Sounds you know, good. I don't know. I mean, maybe we'll get into that a little bit. But but um, before we kind of set the scene, Jacob, um, how do we know each other? We met when I was. Do you remember? I don't remember. I yeah, like I remember. You. I remember meeting you when I was uh, fourteen or fifth. I was fifteen. Okay. Um, it's like nine years ish. No. F- uh, six. 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 Six years, and I would get my. I went to, started going to Anthem. Okay. And I would join the worship team, and then I played with Camille a lot. Right. And then right. Uh, I think I just met you one day at church. Yeah. I was just like, hey, 
What were your first thoughts? Oh, I've been intimidated by you since (laughs) until a year ago. (laughs) Why? Do the tattoos Uh, add to this? No, I'm. I um. I look at you. Scary. Um. No, it's not not scary. There's like um. I get this sometimes, so I'm I'm really curious. I'll I'll be honest with you. I don't care. You can't offend me. People tend to like me, right? Um, because I kiss butt, and I'm like I'm very thoughtful. I'm very (laughs) very intentional. You are. You're good. You're. Yeah, and I don't do it for that reaction, but I, I enjoy to be Naturally, that way. Naturally, you're like that. Yes. Yeah. I, w- okay. and I can confidently say that. I enjoy to like be nice to people. And I have never known what you thought of me. <laughs> and you will never say it until you felt like saying it. But everybody else will be like, Jacob, you're really sweet. And I'll be like, oh, thank you. Because I need like that affirmation because I'm right, right, very insecure. Yeah. And then um, – See, but I'm, I'm like, very secure. So it's exactly. like the opposite. I hate secure people because they don't make me feel secure <laughs> right. unless they're insecure. Because <laughs> yeah. it's always you do what you want to like – Receive. Yeah, yeah. So I secure a lot of people. Yeah. I get to control get your that. thought process. You do. Yeah. You have hypnotized uh, yeah. me since I was 15 years old. <laughs> well, on a, on a positive note, That's Jacob, I've always, <laughs> I've always liked you. <laughs> Thank you. I think you're you're a cool kid. Thanks. Um, it, it's cool to see you. Uh, so Jacob and I, obviously, as how it started was Anthem. Yes, I am a Christian. Yes, I swear a bit here on the podcast, but I'm a, I'm a Christian boy, and um. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's. I, I guess that's where it all started. And you're yeah. just kind of like this, like uh, I don't know how to explain it. My first impression of when I remember like understanding the concept of you, because I don't remember like a first time meeting you for, as much as like, uh, oh, who's this kid on stage? Mm-hmm. You're really young yeah. at the time, like uh, like you're really ahead of yourself, is what I thought. Like, like uh, when I was younger, I would always hang out with older people, mm-hmm. maybe because I was a firstborn kid or whatever like that. But I was like also in some extracurricular activities where there's older people around. So I just naturally was mm-hmm. like trying to hang out with people like five, yeah. six years older than me. And you were kind of like that. So I was like, okay, this kid's obviously mature. That enough is to true. Like, yeah. You know, like he, he can play guitar pretty well. You, you, you were young. So like your voice wasn't like, you know, whatever, but totally. like the, the cool thing is, is like one out of like 10 billion people, uh, is like good from the very, 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 very beginning. Right. And then like they just excel. But, you know, I mean, have you, oh, the Maroon Five guy? What's his, what's, what's the guy in the Adam voice? Levine. Oh, Adam, Adam Levine. Levine. Like, yeah. have you have you listened to YouTube videos of him when they first were starting out? Mm-hmm. It was absolutely the worst music you could. It was rough. It was horrible. Yeah. Hmm. And like, I I know if like if I was a friend of his, being a uh, person who is um, secure secure, I'd be like, you're trash. Right. You Stop. Just give it to him straight. Yeah. Like this is a horrible thing. Now I I learned to know that like when you see talent or like, you don't do that and squash it, but maybe you try to direct it. But yeah. I, I saw that in you. You're, you're a cool kid. So thank you very much. Um, yeah. I mean, you're you're freshly 21 now. Yes. Right. Oh, just a few months shit. ago. A few months ago. So um, just so everyone knows, um, we have Snickers. We have sweet and sour snakes, or what they're, what they're called. <laughs> we have twin twin snakes. snakes. Sweet and sour twin snakes. We, we got super gay candy. And then uh, I, I just wanted to kind of introduce Jacob <laughs> to uh, a good selection of alcohols that I enjoy. So I got Sailor Jerry's. Which is a, a good old standby of rum for me. It's good. Yeah. I got a new uh, bourbon here on the table. It's Noble Oak, and uh, that's new to you. That it's just sounds new-ish. very. It's noble. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it sounds. I feel like yeah. I have to have a white mustache. I've never even seen. Yeah. This. So Basil Hayden is the is that is the nice one. Okay. Basil mm-hmm. Hayden is a very nice whiskey. It's very nice. And uh, this is this Basil Hayden in particular is a rum infused. Uh, whiskey and it's a top shelf whiskey. Mm. Um, 
because we're top shelf individuals. I'm learning right. what top shelf tastes like. That is I'm still learning. So which is just say you're totally crazy right. to me. He's learning this. How like two months out of twenty one? Three. No, two, two and a half. Fuck. I'm I, it out. I drank garbage for probably five years <laughs> after twenty one. I just bought um, a uh, Lagavulin. Oh yeah, Lagavulin. Yeah. yeah, dude. Was, hell like, yeah. Way too much money. It yeah. was for a friend, eh, but it? it was still. I still felt pretty. Yeah, you feel good. Distinguished. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's the word. Well, there's something about uh, when you buy fine scotches and whiskeys or bourbons. Like, usually when you're buying really nice stuff, you're not getting like hammered on it. And I'm I'm am an individual yeah. that doesn't. I don't like to get drunk ever. Really, I rarely, rarely, rarely get intoxicated. Like rarely. Yeah. People make fun of me all the time. Like it happens maybe once every two years or something. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And it used to happen never. And I've created a habit of the last probably eight years of happening every two years. So it's about four times the last eight years, which is probably actually about six. By Would annual. you say you just have a lot of self-control or yeah. you have a super high tolerance? Uh, self-control. Oddly self-control because I don't have self-control in a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. Like the and things that I get uh, into. Uh, like I, I got into my motorcycle stuff and I'm like. I do, I'm doing a bunch like of stuff. I, I, I even bought a drone. I, I, I'm a 31 a year old. I bought a drone. Yeah, he did. For what? To take motorcycle pictures and to like for snowboarding, snowboarding too and if stuff. If it's for <laughs> something that you're passionate about, though, I don't think that's too obsessed. No, but if you're but, just like, but it's just, oh, I saw it and I want it. No, that's no, no. A too much. that's 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 more just like an impulsive yeah, personality. I'm, I'm more so just like, like okay, good you're example. Last summer, I got into tennis. First time I ever played tennis. Oh, that's dude. right. I remember seeing that. I played four to five times a week with a friend. I bought one of the nice, nicest rackets I could buy. I bought a second one. So look at his who hat. Complained, right now, people who complain. Just do it, dude. Nice. Well, that is a that. This looks... is a motorcycle hat. Oh, oh no, is no, it? no. This is no. That's my <laughs> Nike hat. No, this is a, yeah. Is I it? No one I was gonna say. I don't know. I could see you playing tennis in that. Yeah. For but sure. Long story short, getting back in the alcohol thing. Um, no self control on it, but I never really. Um, my twenty one uh, birthday was really boring. But I mean, it was probably it was probably good. I don't remember it. I di- and it wasn't. I didn't. I didn't get drunk or anything. Mm-hmm. Now I have family members and people close to me that, at the time, were going through some very serious alcohol situations. And so for me, when I turned twenty one, and when that happened, I just was totally turned off to it. And it wasn't until about twenty four, was when I actually started to like, understand that I could have a self control in alcohol. And right. and I I never really carried much alcohol in my house. I wasn't against it. I just was like unsure about it because I have, I have, a, I have a long list of uh, family members that um, have a really hard time holding it in. And, and mm-hmm. so I, I don't know. I was just like, OK, mm-hmm. well, maybe I'll just kind of see what happens. And yeah. it turns out like I actually hate getting in, drunk. I don't know if, Jake, if you've been drunk before, but Harvey, shut up. My dog's whining. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut up. I'll make you drunk. Stop. <laughs> Give him alcohol. <laughs> make him be Maybe I'll shut him up. Maybe that's Seriously. what he's whining about. Yeah, maybe he's asking for won't it. solve your problems, but true. Um, yeah, long story short, um, yeah, I, I I just like have an even keel with the whole alcohol thing, and 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 then the thing I was going to say before is mm-hmm. when you get nice alcohols, you learn to appreciate them a little bit more. Totally. Than that is true, especially you know, when you're buying oh, a nice dude. scotch or a, and you know you can have a cigar, oh. dude. My God, that is my dad's heaven, dude. He, he so built a man cave, and then he has a. 
a whole wall that it's just shelves oh. of all of his favorite liquors. What is your dad? Okay. Does he does he smoke cigars too? Every in, in the in the day. man cave. He he starts his in, cigar in the man by, cave. Yeah, of course. And all right, it's ventilated, uh, all right. So he has turn a, it off. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's get the fuck he out of here. That. Bring everything. Let's go. So Jacob's dad. Why are we not? His, what's your dad's name? His name is Scott. Scott. Yeah. Fucking Scott. Um, I was sorry. not thinking I'm Scott. I'm trying not to swear. I was thinking maybe no, maybe good. a Dave or an Evan. No, no, Scott's cool. This is your new thing? That's no, Yeah, that's Noble Oak. Okay, so I'm that's gonna, a bourbon. I'm going to try this. Yeah, try okay. it. Whatever you want. Um, So Scott is a law enforcement officer. Your yes. dad. Scotty. He's a really cool dude. Yeah. I think I think him and I, I'm, 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 I'm talking. Scott. I'm talking in. Uh, I don't think I've ever Out of line him. here, maybe, but. I feel like Scott and I have always like eyeballed each other like at church once or twice, but yeah. we're like we're like we're like who's gonna say hi and we never say hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, it's oh, like, I've done that to people. But then you go home, sure. you're like, oh, who's that guy? Like, I believe this November, I mean this month will be his 13th year of law enforcement. He's been promoted really? to lieutenant. 13th year. So yeah. he started late. Yeah, Very he started late. pretty late. He started in his mid 30s. Um, that is late. And then your dad's he, full badass. Though. Yeah, my he really is. is totally badass. Yeah. So he's the opposite of me. Uh, you will learn. Uh, <laughs> but he, yeah, he's Lieutenant Maxwell now. So he was in patrol and SWAT and FTO for like five years. I think his fifth or sixth year, he was promoted to sergeant, which okay. I've heard most of the time it takes up to usually a decade of experience. Ten years, really? Yeah. He kind of beat it halfway. Mm-hmm. And then just a few years later, he's promoted to lieutenant. And so I like to think he's um, far exceeded expectation and standards, but. I just like to be biased about him, of course. But, yeah, he's been in lieutenant for CUNY County for uh, the last few years, but he's been in law enforcement for 13 years. I mean, he definitely mm-hmm. seems like kind of guy. He seems, like, really chill and cool, but then can, like, just sling a bullet down 30 yards, no problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like, you're like, ooh, okay. He's just been through a lot. He I am a not going to date your daughter. <laughs> yeah, that'd be best. But both of them are married now, do, right? Or you They're both do. married. Both married. Yeah, he had the hardest time with uh, – Boyfriends, I cannot even explain. <laughs> really? I oh my gosh, yeah, so rough. Unfortunately, yeah. my sisters never made. Uh, one still single, but they never made bad decisions. I always like. Really? I'm the oldest uh, brother, yeah. huh. and That's my right. my first sister is six years younger than me, and then Mary. Yeah, I don't know. Do the math. Like it's like fourteen years or a fifteen lot years younger many? than me. Yeah, so yeah. she's almost she's almost like a daughter. Half your age. Yeah, almost. so that's a different one. You're looking, Jacob. That, Noble Oak is uh, that, that's a bourbon. So so this is a whiskey. That's a blend with rum. A slight blend. Just a uh, bit. I think is it just it's just the cask if I remember yeah, right. It's, it's a very it's a very baby hint. So they they take a rum cask that's empty yeah. and then gotcha. they I think they added in it some year yeah, whatever it is. Right, right, right. Uh, oh yeah, rum finish. So the worst part, Jacob, that you'll, you'll you'll soon understand. Mm-hmm. And your dad might be in this category. I don't know. He probably isn't. He's probably more educated than I am. But like. I'll tell, like, I'll say, like, yeah, I buy nice scotches and whiskeys, and I know my names and the the things I like, the taste. But they're right. like, oh, the single malt year, whatever. Oh, way and like how head. scotch is made. I'm like, I have no idea. Same. Yeah. But I'll tell you if it sucks or not. Yep. He went like so many years without doing anything like that, mm-hmm. and then we moved from Hayden to Athol when I was Whoa. fourteen. Okay. Pardon my French. Athol. And that's right. That's yeah. Funny for everyone that's not from. So I he know. lives in you guys. Okay, cool. Athol. Yeah, and he literally just had this desire, like, okay, now that I have, like, a little chunk of property, yeah, I got and room. now that I'm alone, like, I'm going to get into cigars. He, like, he yeah. literally, like, announced it, and then we're like, okay. When and was then this? he just, six, seven years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, Hell yeah. Right around the time, like, I started going to Anthem. Perfect. And then, like, at the drop of a dime, there's just 
a shop being built with a man cave and then he bids <laughs> on cigars and has like hundreds of cigars yeah and like 30 like different bourbons whiskeys liquors to choose from god bless him and dude, this guy sounds that's like thing. the coolest like, that dude is on his earth. way to wine like to wind wine down, down. Like, right yeah he just gets his bourbon and has yeah. a cigar i don't know if this is like uh, it's a good it's you, a best combination i think it's great you know, I, I conversations it. but like i this is these are like the subtle things i love about idaho yeah where like you have a lot of individuals that are like this on different levels that like mm-hmm. just yeah. have like this like well, it's a very into in individualistic state or area i would say where we live yeah like when you get up to people or out athel or anybody who owns any land past like an acre or something like that yeah. they all kind of seem to be you know yeah. go at their own mm-hmm. to figure it out they're very interesting people like you yeah. know what i mean yeah like you meet somebody and you're like yeah you're like nobody else well, i know okay they're i did not, i did learn something. not like the norm you I, know did, what I, mean? I did learn something very interesting about jacob Oh. Okay, Jacob. Question: Do you go for it? Do you hate being called Jake? No, I love being called Jake. Okay, because I have a brother named Jacob, and he was Jake. Yeah. And then when he turned to be an adult, he now is called Jacob. Okay. And then he actually told some of his friends that he's Jacob, and that's <laughs> his birth name. That's his birth name. It's true. That's very really German. That's, that's his birth name, Jacob. Wow. And uh, and then no one ever called him that. And then when I would go down, and it's obviously in Portland, so I already have like a distaste for Portland. Sure. Yeah. And they're all like, "Oh, Jakob, Jakob." I'm like, "It's f- fucking Jake." <laughs> where Jake. you? Where? Where it's are Jacob. we? It's where Jake. are we? And where is he from? <laughs> yeah. United States, not Finland, Sweden, Norway, yeah. German, yeah. any of the. But German okay, so, okay, so Jacob, I might, I might accidentally call you Jake, but go for it. Um, I something interesting I, I found out about you, Jacob, mm-hmm. was uh, you were homeschooled. Yes, so this, was, was this homeschooled your entire life, or I was or? homeschooled my entire life. Yeah. Who else here has been homeschooled? You're homeschooled. Not my too? whole, not my whole life though. You no. were homeschooled. Yeah, till sixth grade. Oh, because your eyes or your Lyme disease thing. Uh, yeah, that had. Oh, you had Lyme disease. Too. Oh yeah, my sister had Lyme disease. I got it gnarly. Yeah, what, I got it good. How bad? Like, what was it? Like? Going blind. Blindness was fun. Are you serious? It was a fun one. Yeah. How long? I would go blind for 45 minutes to an hour and a half a day. It would just randomly just shut when off. When you were like 10, 11, 12? Uh, no, that started eighth grade to high school freshman year. When you started getting, when you went to public school? Yeah. Whoa. So then it was four or five years of that. Okay. So well, that's super fun. But you, but you got, you, you were home, I didn't know you were homeschooled. Yeah, before that. Up huh. until sixth grade. God, I couldn't imagine. I was so to... fucking pissed in sixth grade, dude. <laughs> I remember the day I got dropped off. <laughs> just fucking mad. Really? Yeah. I was do just you like, appreciate it or did you? would you have preferred homeschooled? Uh, I appreciate it now. I don't have any problems with anything, really. Yeah. Yeah. I got like baby homeschooled. I would, I would like I just, halfway. I just snowboarded. Dude, like that's what I was missing. Why would you halfway oh. raise your hand? Sorry. Uh well um yes homeschoolers always got to snowboard a lot but, yeah dude um That's, every day yeah I would halfway raise up my hand because I went from second grade to tenth grade I went to Nick's North Idaho Christian School uh, okay and it's basically like this kind of cult thing <laughs> seven it's oh, okay. cool it's cool I mean it kind of I just know a lot of guys that went to yeah Nick's none of them are normal yeah um I was gonna say and I that just sounds like a recipe for disaster at that age. Well, mm. it, it was good. Like, it was really good. For like, I will, yeah. I, I, I have a daughter on the way, and I will, I, I'm totally for putting my kid or kids through uh, maybe a private school, Christian private school, up until like maybe the junior high stage. Sure. And, yeah. and then it, it would depend on the individual of like how mature they are or whatever, yeah. wherever they're at in life. Because I know that like there's good, like, probably what you 
the like, where I would raise my hand, baby, baby hand, um, <laughs> <laughs> is you get to learn the morals a bit more in, in an intimate matter. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, being at a Christian school is more Christian focused. And so I got to learn a lot of moral values and, and why I believe what I believe. And, and, yeah. and obviously I'm, I'm a kid who was like a little renegade from the beginning. So I always mm-hmm. had the trouble of learning or with teachers yeah. and stuff. I was yeah. respectable, but just always like trying to question stuff. But, um, I was just like in a really, really big ish homeschool like environment a thing. But mm-hmm. I will yeah. say that, um, I mean, no, I, I'm pretty sure no one from the class I would have graduated from listens to this anyway, but they're all way, way off the grid or, or just yeah, some, really? some way different. Like I was considered such a bad kid. I remember growing up in high school. I've said this a few times on this podcast here and there, but, um, I was always told I, I'm going to have trouble growing up or <laughs> I, my grades aren't good. So I'm going to be have a bad trouble kid. Trouble growing, growing up. What does that even mean? Well, just yeah. being like a bad kid or like not. Like I wasn't told this all the time. Right. But I was told like. Why did they say you were a bad kid? Because I was had I'd have bad, I would always have bad grades. I would mm, always so? uh, not obey the rules. In I what would, way? Oh, uh, okay. So one for example, which is a horrible idea, but it was kind of funny. <laughs> My school couldn't you couldn't dye your hair any unnatural color. Oh what? wow! I'm Wh- blonde, so I went to the extreme. I went black. Yeah, I've done this. before. You but did not. But I went purple. It was kind of purple for a bit because obviously blonde to black. Mine like a turned box a little color. bit. Yeah. Mine went a little bit blue when I did that. Right, but I'm in a I'm in a school where you it can't gets weird. Do it. Which proves that I was homeschooled is that I wanted to dye my hair black for years when really? I was like junior high age. Yeah. yeah. Well, for me, it was at the time too. Like this is how like renegade and crazy crazy I was was. Uh, <laughs> This is like when Eminem was like super yeah. popular. So every dude was like bleaching their hair and they had yeah. like steel ball necklaces. Yep. And yep. I was like, I'm going to go black and look like Frodo Baggins. So you hated being mainstream. Always. I've always yeah. hated it. And yeah. I, to this day, 31 years old, I still hate being mainstream. Hmm. There's things that I like that are mainstream, but I'll try to like them before they're mainstream so I can feel a little bit better about myself. <laughs> sure. But um, yeah, I've always been the person that says if A plus B equals C, I'm going to make it work around and get to D quicker mm-hmm. than the C and I might fail miserably many times doing it, but I'll figure it out. And, um, that's just how I am. But yeah, yeah. the homeschool thing is interesting because a lot of people in this community up here in Idaho anyway, there's a, there's a fair amount, I think would be there's quite a bit of homeschooling, uh, homeschooling going, on. going on, which is, yeah. I don't get because it's like, it's not that crazy out here in Idaho, but yeah. Um, what I mean, what for you, Jake, I mean, what was that like? I mean, when I was homeschooled, it, there was 7,500 people in the town in the middle of nowhere. So you're pretty like much way Where smaller you? Where'd than you here. Grow up? Wisconsin. Okay. So like middle of nowhere, dude. Yeah. Like totally nothing. So there wasn't the most drastic difference. No. Yeah. Dude. Actually, I got worse when I, well, yeah. Well, Coeur d'Alene must've been a big city for you going from Wisconsin to. Yeah. But I spent my summers in Chicago. Oh, so. really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me being homeschooled was all I ever knew. So I, and my parents definitely didn't paint this picture, but I just thought being public schooled was pretty, like, dangerous. Oh, really? Because, well, it was dangerous <laughs> to me. Really? I thought so. Oh, yeah. It just, and my again, like, my parents weren't like, it's evil. Like, they were really strict parents, but they weren't unrealistically strict. Like, right. pretending that, you know, non-Christians are evil right. or, you know, being public schooled is wrong. It wasn't to that extent. Right. So, yeah, public school wasn't, like, wrong to me. It was just what other people did. Dangerous. It was all I knew. Oh. I was the youngest, so 
my my two older sisters, Lenny and Marissa, like they were my classmates, and oh, they were homeschooled too. Huh? Oh yeah, we were all homeschooled. I mean, basically, my parents were the cool kids. They got into the bad things and had the regrets, and so they just <laughs> yeah. They looked at where their were lives. they cool kids here in Idaho? Coeur d'Alene High School. Whoa, yeah, so they were oh, like Idaho. Yeah. They were straight up. My dad was Southern Idaho, born and raised. Moved up to Coeur d'Alene, and then my mom moved to Coeur d'Alene from California when she was six. So, so okay. okay, they just all they really knew was Idaho. Crazy, yeah. But like, they were cool kids. They did bad stuff and partied and all that good stuff. And my, my, they were just when they came to their senses a little bit and they established themselves as Christians and the model they wanted to kind of form to their right. kids. They were like, let's just not give them that opportunity to, I mean, your mom, screw up like we did. Your yeah. Mom definitely looks like an angel. Yeah. She She's is. even got like curly <laughs> hair, angel hair. Yeah, she does. <laughs> but where's a lot of white. Your sisters are totally angel looking angels too. Mm. You got an well, how much Lainey, older are your Lane? Is it Laney? Yes. Laney. La- La- Laney. Laney. Yeah. Laney's got uh, the super angel look. Yeah. Marissa. Yes. Um, definitely middle child. So Marissa's the oldest. Damn it! I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> really. Laney's middle. Dang! I got so that get, they get mixed up a lot with ages. Well, how old are your sisters then? So I'm 21. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm drinking so much. Yeah. I'm Every day. Pretty all day wasted long. right now. Um, Laney is. Uh, she just turned 23, and then Marissa's 24. Four, almost twenty-five. Oh, so you guys real are so close young. together. Yeah, my parents got married at nineteen, and then they Damn. had their first kid at twenty-one. Holy crap! Jeez, I'm okay. having my first kid at thirty-two. Welcome to Idaho. Seriously, yeah. I'll be yeah. thirty-two. <laughs> I'll be like uh, two weeks into being thirty-two when my first is born. Wow! And um, I'm pretty stoked on that. Yeah, but I do have some friends that had kids that popped. They popped them out right away too. And I mean, it's all subjective of like how old you sure. should or shouldn't be. There's no right or wrong way to do totally. it, right? So it's just kind of like whatever you do, you you float with it and ride with it. But, mm-hmm. um, well, kudos to them. I mean, yeah, we were kind of we were weird kids. We were very well behaved in public for the most part. Yep. But we were tyrants <laughs> at home, so I couldn't <laughs> imagine being homeschooled. It was. You know, I think we I, have German and Italian in us for the most part. So it's really? like this, like emotional Shmink. robot thing going on. Like, imagine like a robot that has emotions that's kind of uncontrollable, <laughs> but like needs to be in control of everything. <laughs> Doesn't work. And a mom. Yeah, who's the like, big conflict. Yeah. Yeah, and my mom uncontrollable, is not but yet controlled. And my mom's like zero, uh, zero German. So it's just mm. like Italian, like full oh Italian. My gosh, like just yeah. You know what do you do? Oh yeah. So I. Uh, homeschooling was out of the question for us. Sure. My, my parents, yeah, your parents were definitely opposites attract, mm-hmm. and by opposites I Same mean with mine. polar opposites. Yeah, sure, definitely. Yeah, I, I mean a little bit. My mom's when you start playing music that they like, they get they they turn into their wild child selves. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I never knew how weird my parents were. Or how cool they were. I guess like I always <laughs> knew they were cool. I, I got two cool parents. What was your mom with the '90s music too, though? I don't know. Dude. My mom uh, <laughs> listened to fastball and stuff. Third Eye Blind. No, uh, before uh, that stuff. But anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> they they they're they're cool parents. I think they I put them in the same category as your parents, Jacob. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're a click older, but um, yeah, my my parents. You know, I grew up in California, San Pedro, Southern California, okay. until I was about six or so, and when my parents became Christian and stuff, they 
a few years later, my my the parents were like, we need to get the heck out of here. Did they become Christians when my you? My mom were... was a Christian before I was born. Okay. My dad became a Christian like a year or two after I was born. Okay. Mm. But my dad came from a very long uh, line of non-Christian stuff, so like I think it kind of like fizzled out as we got older. Sure. You know. Yeah. And I always had this like I don't know. I'll get my dad back on the podcast. Maybe there's a lot of, <laughs> has he been on one before? Yeah. yeah he was, yes. the, he was our first guest. Oh wow. Yeah. And coincidentally, maybe Jacob, maybe you could beat it, but he's the most listened to podcast right now. Really? He's a, he's a popular big I boy. Hope, totally I hope boy. I beat it. I'll, I'll uh, promote it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But <laughs> promote myself. Um, yeah. I, I guess going, <laughs> going to the, the high school homeschool thing, mm-hmm. it's kind of funny cause I, I'm pretty sure it's like most people don't have a clue like what that's like to be homeschooled. And yeah. And, and, um, I don't know. It's, it's interesting because, cause where you're at now, which mm-hmm. we'll kind of get into here in a second, Yeah, you know, with your music and stuff. Um, it's funny because, uh, I would say 99% of the people that I know that are homeschooled definitely have, um, they're, they're, they're normal, but there is no. a, there is a click. There is a tick in their clock. That yeah. is <laughs> like, that's clearly an indication of like, something's off you were homeschooled yes absolutely (laughs) i can say as someone that was homeschooled their entire life that the stereotype is like really solid okay i got a serious question it's real sounds funny but okay what was graduation like did you do like a ceremony in your living room (laughs) this is a good one (laughs) that would be awesome my sisters had graduations at our church and all the homeschoolers had a graduation ceremony and like what church though yeah at the time it was candlelight Okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's a decent space, and it it was literally a graduation the, ceremony. At the, at no the old different. Movie theater. Uh huh. Show okay. up. Um. No difference. It's just populate. It's just number of people, but like yeah. the same order of things. They. It, it's a real degree. It's a real. You know. All oh, that so stuff. it's like a whole. Oh, so so for the last like twenty minutes of their high school career, they get to they get to experience like what. Like, real people like, do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Did you do that? No. No. So Did this you, is okay. for me being homeschooled was really great because I think I had the best case scenario to be homeschooled. Yeah, you my weren't parents the first were one public for one. schooled. A lot of a lot of homeschooled kids had it's homeschooled like generations parents. Of, yeah, yeah. I come oh, really? Third, Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At I least come from a third generation. Noticed. Yeah, I'm a third. Ge- I'm a three. Like, good luck. You like <laughs> you like talk funny. Yeah, like you've got your own accent. <laughs> I remember yeah. there's. Like, I can tell you. I've been homeschooled. It's a third generation. Oh, okay. <laughs> there was a there was a kid from a youth group that I used to go to. I don't even know his name, and I didn't ask. But yeah. he he would um, he had like bangs, and um, which shouldn't be something. It sounds kind of rude to say. A boy had bangs. He, I mean, yeah, straight in up the, in the nineties like, though. When I grew up, that was. But okay. this was two thousand and fourteen. Like oh shit I forgot I was sixteen I going to a youth group I forgot you're that much older than, or younger yeah, than I am Yeah I'm I'm twenty one I'm like thinking back and I'm like yeah everybody had freaking bangs back in the nineties It was it was this strange not the to see a kid seven you know or I'm sorry five years ago with, with bangs, bangs oh, five years and ago, yeah. you know the dirt stash tucked into a cowboy belt buckle jeans yeah. at a youth group with no one else like him. Yeah, and w- I called him the homeschooled kid because, and and I was homeschooled. So <laughs> the main thing is like it's Oof. it's not to get be like Oof. too uh, boring, but if you like, or if you're raised in a cul-de-sac and there are kids your age, or yeah. you literally do like any sport, 
you will hang out with kids that will teach you the etiquette, the social yeah, things, you, the you jokes. Gotta do that. Yeah. That's all it is. It's if you're raised yeah, up like in Athol, like I was, I, w- I was uh, raised in Hayden, and so it was like I was a few minutes from Coeur d'Alene. I had functions that I did, right. yeah, and yeah. I had two older sisters, and so like all of the drama and like emotional, oh, God, sensitive dude. things, I learned pretty quickly. And so going into like when I met you, mm-hmm. I, I would agree. I, I kind of knew a little bit more about social things from like huh. learning how to deal with girls that way. And also growing up with tons of guys in the cul-de-sac that I would rough house with and, oh, yeah, right. you know, learned all the words and jokes and interesting fingers and oh, yeah. all of that good stuff. My dad just talked a lot about sex. Really? Oh, it's because yeah. he's a kind of obsessed. How with old were you when you him. learned about sex? Oh, I, I right want to know that. Actually. Four, <laughs> right away, probably. Really? Four, five, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I wonder if I was too, if I was young or late. Gary's got to think about it. My dad, my dad has something called the fornication talk, and then oh, uh, what's well, it called that? Gary's also he would, <laughs> he would talk about. My dad has done a lot of things, and he's known a lot of people have done a lot of things. Blah blah blah. Okay. The guy being raised as a teen in the seventies and. In California, and young adult in the eighties, in the California yeah. times, as a surfer, prime you know, so you, time in the eighties. Yeah, you just around a lot of stuff. But talks. boy, <laughs> you know, he, and I and I learned too that from uh, this guy, this guy that I love. Maybe I'll find him sometime and talk to him. But his 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 nickname's Ronnie Armani. And he's That's a great really nickname. wild dude, Damn. funny guy from Atlanta. He actually owned a chimpanzee. I didn't believe him until he showed me pictures of him. Never Whoa. in my life would I ever own one of those things, dude. Me neither. Hell no. He said his, his they're f- fucked up. Do you know about how like. <laughs> They fuck people up. Yeah. yeah. No, Did they go for your face and your dick? You, you remember that lady like <laughs> back in like early two thousands and the Abe oh, mauled yeah. her yeah. in the car and he used to and, drive with her and they fuck up your face yeah. and, or, and your privates, dude, your tits, dick, <laughs> whatever, dude. What? No, no, no. They like they do because like they recognize that it's like a thing. <laughs> So they'll fuck up your face or rip your dick off if you're a guy. Seriously, Are you that's serious? yeah, yeah. It's a thing. It's like a dominance thing. <laughs> it's like, fucked up, I'm the dude. Now. Yeah, yeah. Guess what, dickless? <laughs> fuck, your, dickless. fuck your face. <laughs> well, okay. Well, this guy, dude, Run fuck, fuck, fuck chimpanzees. He owned one. Any of that shit. Well, long story short, this guy yeah. is a, he works with drug rehab people. Mm-hmm. And he's got tattoos all over himself. This is when I was like 17 when I first met him. Mm-hmm. I didn't have tattoos yet. Where'd you I, meet him? In uh, Atlanta? Snowboarding. Hotliner? Snowboarding. No, up in Schweitzer. <laughs> he lives in Sandpoint. Oh, right. And he's probably about 38-ish now or something like that. He's like not that much older. He's so from like, Hotlanta to Idaho. Yeah. And Damn. he has dr- drug rehab kids. He has a tattoo. You know like the mud flap girls? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Right? The like leaning back yeah. and the booze popping does he, out. Does he have a fat one? Yep. Yeah. An outline one. And he says, fat chicks never leave you, man. And I was like, okay. Well, I've had this talk wow. with somebody we was friends with too. But this guy, this guy was just like my dad 2.0. Oh and <laughs> my, he, he, re, he reiterated what my dad was saying. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, Chuck, I've, uh, I've gotten in trouble for like arson and grand theft, like Ooh, all wow. sorts of stuff. And he's like, I've done every drug. He's like, he works with drug rehab kids now. Like right. he's like, grand theft. Is Grand theft is like over a thousand dollars. Yeah, right? some some yeah. bigish. It's not that bigish. That big. Yeah, but uh, you know, he got hit with all these things. He's like, he's like, the worst thing I ever done in my life was like sleep with multiple women. He's like, that has messed me up my whole entire life. Mm. Now that he's married and has kids and stuff. So like, sure. when I was a kid, I was like, because I was like homeschooled in that era. Because my dad was going back to dads. My dad was like mm-hmm. totally all about like the fornication talk and maybe maybe I'll get him to say it to the to the world someday. Cause it's, it's pretty funny, yeah. but I, I grew up it, that it's, way. It's, um, what is it? It's interesting. Now it's no, funny. No, no, it's funny no, now that you're older. No, it's store. It's like a story. It's like famous around here. 
But well, you talk to people who have met Gary, like that are Chuck's oh, people age, know. Like it's a mm. thing. Yeah, you don't. Really? You it's don't, a thing. Yeah. Did you get the talk? Really? Yeah. It's a thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, my yeah. parents weren't so heavy on teaching us about sex at, as early as possible, but they had this whole philosophy of, you know, they're the ones raising us, so they, you know, trust us more than anybody else could to know right. what we can handle. But they were the ones that were like, "We'll tell you anything you want to know about our childhood." Right. Like if you want to know my dad was. that teaches you yeah. anything, then just ask. Yeah. They I were did, open with us. I, I think I did not get that. No. Yeah. No, I found out some pretty hilarious stuff about my parents like when I got yeah. older. What's your family situation? It's great. I mean, <laughs> like, like back then, or like, like, what, do, you, do you have any siblings? Like, what's your what was your got family one. like? My little brother Kyle. Okay. Yeah. So, the two of us. I guess nice. you, you two, I, I should have formally introduced you guys a little bit, but you guys don't know each other. I don't know you that well. I Not mean, that I've, well. known, I've known met you, you before, yeah. I've seen you throughout the last couple of years, but I, yeah. I don't know you too well. Um, a lot of people know Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I have a circle. I have two circles of friends, Anthem friends and non-Anthem friends. Sure. And uh, <laughs> a lot of my Anthem <laughs> friends have told me like that don't know Andrew that well. Mm-hmm. They a lot of them separately have, have introduced or told me about this story of meeting Andrew, and it was at my wife's like twenty fourth birthday party at her oh, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, Chris, the pastor of Anthem's there. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like the church staff. Everyone there. It, everyone's there. And then Andrew shows up. This is like when you just started to rock the full beard thing. Oh yeah. Nice. And you have sunglasses on, and it's right when summer's about to kick off because it's like May twenty second. Yeah, I was right? like ready. <laughs> yeah, and you 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 show up with a big bottle of something. And everyone's in the back in my backyard, and there's yep. like 50 people. And he is how long ago is this? It's like this is like this is six six years ago or so. Yeah. Okay. And you and I remember seeing it because I was like really involved with Anthony at the time, and you just pop up with the back door, and you're like, "What the fuck is up, everybody?" <laughs> and oh just like the cigar gosh. and this bottle of scotch or whatever. I already had a cigar pre. Yeah, yeah. and, and we're, uh, we're just like, oh, like <sighs> I wonder what my Anthony friends are gonna think. But they all love me. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that's great. But yeah, so so Andrew's Andrew's bringing uh, upbringing is uh, what what I like about our podcast is like Andrew's. I'm a weird upbringing. We, we sure. all have we mm. all have different. I weird had, I had I had wild. Yeah, yeah, it was I was wild. But you, you are a wild dude. How you did you two meet? Uh, look out! Look out! Pass. Actually, no. Before uh, that, but merit. And guess yeah. why? I was snowboarding. And being a little wild too. Yeah. yeah. You both snowboarded. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, so we we uh, Andrew is one of those guys that I just I beforehand didn't really know, but it was like wild and kind of crazy and fun. But like I didn't party or drink right. excessively or anything like that, so I just was never in that crowd at the time. Yeah, yeah. and uh, but I was like those from the sidelines. Probably went from homeschooling. You're like cool people, but I'm not involved in that stuff. But yeah. hang out. But then like I don't know, life life throws you different things sometimes. Totally. And I'm like best friends with Andrew, and it's. You know, and and then we have a podcast together. So that's awesome. Yeah. You know, even our dogs are related. Yeah, so it's weird. Are they really? Serious. Yeah. yeah, we we're, we're, we're Andrew and I have been talking off air about kissing. <laughs> so <laughs> off air, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll kiss on air. Oh, <laughs> It'll be on air. <laughs> Some ASMR. Wow. Oh please. <laughs> the. But okay, uh. so what well, I, I so our backgrounds blah blah blah. Yeah, I want to get in the meat and potatoes yeah. here. Let's yeah, do I it. was wild boy. Chuck was. Uh, he knew wild, but he didn't do wild. Yeah, yeah. and I didn't know what wild was yeah. until I was like sixteen. Well, yeah. you're still you're twenty one, man. I mean, I I don't I'm think uh, I'm you 11 don't know years old. what wild is yet. Yeah, I don't True. feel like one hundred percent. You need to, like, you need uh, to go places to find wild. I feel like once you hit thirty is when you start to have a 
semi-rounded concept of what the world's like and stuff. I do know a little wild, which might be what is. What is your wildest? I would say. Well, so the wildest was what I was surrounded by with this, with which is talk probably about. what you were going to talk about. So go for oh, it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, for people who who are uh, dumb and don't know who Jacob Maxwell is, yeah, you idiots. Google it. Um, if you, you can Google it now. You can Google yeah. it, and if you're googling it right now, that means you haven't rated us five stars. Rate us five stars too, you jackass. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, Gets um, Jacob Jacob Maxwell did the voice. Yes. Season what? Fourteen or sixteen? Sixteen. Yes. Dang. Sixteen. God, man. And you made hell? it a long ways too, but um, the voice, the whole show where you sing and and play an act and and <laughs> do the whole thing in front of a bunch of people yeah. and you put yourself out there and yeah. you get voted by judges and and by the America America. I mean, yeah. it's a whole thing. I mean, talk about just it's wild. a fucking thing, dude. Talk like about being insecure thing. and worrying about what you dude, think of me. <laughs> if, if, yeah. if you're the guy that's just seeking, like love. Well, external uh, like affirmation, affirmation right? Yeah. yeah, that's really putting yourself out there, for dude. That I can't guy. even scratch the surface of what dude. it was like. Yeah, but yeah, dude, I would say, you would just be uh, like fucking butterflies times a thousand all the fucking time, all the time, like constantly. Types yes, of for people, sure. types of people stick in categories for the most part, mm-hmm. and I would say that secure people are rarely in music. I would totally. say mostly the music influence individuals that are leading yeah. the music yeah. industry are very uh, super emotional really emotional, sensitive, sensitive. Absolutely. Well, it, it's the art style though i mean that, that's yeah, art in, totally. in general and i get it it's get very that. ironic that they go into positions that really result like in, they like, wouldn't be a ceo the world's opinion the of them part. being right. shoved down their throats exactly but it's also yeah, it's kind of what ar- they want most isn't is it ironic yeah don't you think so jacob <laughs> my my first question for you <laughs> My first question for you is what what like what made you try out for the voice? Like what what was like uh I don't know. I yeah. don't, what, what was that? Literally it was announced. So they do two seasons a year. So being on season 16 just means it's been on for That's 8 years. Bananas. Okay. They they're nonstop. That's they're, bananas. They're, it's a crazy working machine. But I was um 12 13 when it came out, the first season, and we watched the first season as a family. Um Second season, I remember a, a specific contestant, and he did an acoustic version of "I want to lo- I want to know what love is." Dude, hell yeah! It was phenomenal. And then he got he got to the finale. And Foreigner, yeah, boys and girls. If you don't, know, it's so if, good. If you don't know that "I want to know what love is" is from Foreigner, you need classic to unfuck yourself. All right, because <laughs> that is such a good goddamn song. Roll it I've back. seen it live too by Foreigner. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh I've seen that gosh. live. That it was be fucking rad. Where, when was, where and when? Post Falls. Post Falls? Yeah, yeah, Post no Falls. way. That's when you, you yeah. know your career is going Post down. Falls, Fog Hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was Post Falls, Fog Hat, but it's Joanne Warner. Jett. And they were all in Post Falls. They were in Post Falls. Wow, sad. At the uh, Greyhound track. Sad. And it was That's where so I went to rad. prom with Timory. Yeah. Dude, so right it was there rad. Is where, like, elite 80s bands were now playing i guess like uh, when people go and settle for like vegas shows but yeah. for idaho yeah well like, like back the then though there was an unbelievable amount of people there there was like well with five, all six sure. seven with eight all ten respect, thousand sure. people with all due respect mm-hmm. people who don't live in idaho or, or in the northwest air region i-90 the freeway runs like two-thirds of the like uh, across the u.s yeah. And so a lot of bands that were on their way to Seattle would just do a pit stop yeah. off I-90 in Spokane. Yeah, it's right there. Else. Sure. Yeah. It was and easy. this is before Northern yeah. Quest had like, so you it, know, it's kind yeah. of it was like, like kind of the big respect. venue at the time. Yeah. 
It was that's true. Strangely okay, enough. Enough about us. Okay, sorry. Um, no, you're good. You, you, you saw this guy sing acoustic version of I Wonder What Love Is. Yeah, he Foreigner. made it to the finale and then saying let it be on the finale. And I remember being 12 or 13, yeah. looking at him and going, I want to be on that stage. And I want to I be on The Voice one day. I knew it. Okay. Um, picked up guitar that year. It wasn't like all because of that guy. But that was around yeah, the was age just, I was start, just start really the, interested in music yeah. and um, played by myself and then youth groups and worship leading and all those awesome opportunities that led into gigging yeah. and making that like part of my income and Climbing then the ladder yeah anybody experience totally yeah. anybody that knows me slightly well knows um timory my girlfriend and she's a super adventurous and independent strong woman and she's pushed me nonstop. she just she loves ambition and adventure and i'm a little bit more um I don't know, timid. hesitant, timid to just really dive in. Right. And she kind of, I told her, you know, I can't, I would love to be on something like the voice or, you know, I'd love right. to make it big and I don't know what to do. And, you know, I also not to say that. And she's um, like full send. Totally. And I was full a little send, more, but. I'm a little more of a realist and a little pessimistic to be like, okay, what are the chances though? <laughs> Coeur d'Alene, North Idaho, like, right. when am I going to do right. this? Which isn't super inaccurate but no, it's, it's just it's just being more realistic and she's a dreamer and i think there's a nice balance but right anyways she just goes what are you waiting for you know i also wanted to we were at a point in our relationship where i was still kind of trying to impress her right and she's like do it i dare you send a video oh like, fuck yeah i already like this girl she's, she's cool she does stand-up comedy and it's so good oh yeah. shit really oh, yeah. yeah she's damn Timory, you're, you're definitely you don't haven't listened to our podcast i know that for a fact but you are listening <laughs> to this one you're coming on the podcast and you have no choice oh she would oh, oh yeah for would. sure 100 right. right. yeah. cool. it's like yeah. a dare to a dare it's a secure person talking to a secure person that's Dude, true. like i'm making you she insecure. sounds fucking perfect actually. she's she's great yeah. and i'm right. not gonna lie i'll be a little scared to interview her why i don't know you are not a little bit that offended. A teeny bit. Okay. But that's fine. A, 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 a scary part on the on the fact that because she's so secure and cool, it's more like I'm now uh, insecure. It's funny because she's she's pretty secure. She she's is. not as secure as you are, mm. but I bet she was more secure at twenty than you were at twenty. See, I think that's that funny because you think I'm pretty secure. Are you insecure? No. Okay. <laughs> well, then we're good. Anyways, back to the main thing. Back to the main thing. Yeah, she, Uno she pushed reversal. me to, to do a video. <laughs> the thing that people don't know is it takes forever to get on this show. Right. Um, the rough estimate is anywhere from like fifty to 150,000 people audition per season. Not yeah. like every year, but just like so 300K. There's about 300,000 people yeah, a and that's year? A, a year. Yeah, think ish. of like uh, people that like Dude. sing, and, and, and then people that actually audition. That's without a growth rate to it. Like you, you could yeah. have like a five to six, seven, eight percent growth rate of additions per year. Absolutely. You know, so you're you're definitely hitting like you know by season eight, you're probably actually hitting like three hundred twenty-five thousand. Good God, totally could people. You know, how do you sift through that? You know, exactly. It's not overnight. Uh, so can, was this like a cell phone video or like yeah. what was this? Okay. So you can do either like a cattle call at the big cities. You can fly to uh, LA, okay. Arizona, yeah. like Phoenix, yeah. New York, wherever. Or you can send a video if you're not going to travel all the way. So I sent a video in October of 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't hear back. Singing what? I sang uh, All Apologies Nirvana. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Word. Um, a Bahamas song. Do you guys listen to Bahamas? Yeah, Bahamas is killer. Yeah. Lost in the Light. Yeah. Uh, that song. Um, and then I sang, uh, it may have been just two. Dude, oh, no, damn. the third song was a head and the heart cover. Oh, okay. Um, it's called ever since by Damien 
Gerardo or Gerardo. It's a J, but I don't think it's pronounced with a J. Anyways, sent those three songs. Didn't hear back for six months because I figured they didn't, you know, take it. And then April 2018, I get an email from a casting agent. And they're like, we would love for you to send three more videos. April. Like, oh, April. my gosh. April okay. 2018. Yeah, April 2018. <laughs> We're in November 2019, <laughs> and the season ended this year still. Right. Yeah. So, long time. I sent three more songs. Um, I Want to Hold Your Hand, The Beatles. Okay. Uh, Laney, which is just pop and popular, yep. so I thought I'd just throw something more modern in there. And then uh, Girl Crush by Little Big Town. I'm just trying to like throw oh, variety. Okay. Just like, yeah. I can do this, I can do that. And um, it's kind of like a kind of the moment of like you're just running really fast and somehow you're still in the lead and you don't know how. Right. But the like just the adrenaline kicks the excitement, in. The I have no idea what I'm know. doing, but people are responding right. to me. So yeah. I'm just going to yeah. keep going doing. Right. I have no idea what I'm doing. Right. Uh, they respond and they're like, unfortunately, uh, we can't fit you in this season. But next season, we'd like you to go to another round of auditions. And then they sent me a list of locations. Yeah. Uh, around the country of where I could go to a private audition. Okay. And they said, if you don't want private to private audition as in not that private, it's okay. just like their definition their of private meaning. Yeah. You're invited like, to it. Yeah. yeah you're not like open call. 10,000 people. Totally. Up. So is it at the same area where an open call would be, but no. you're in a se- separate lane. They go into more cities for broader invitations okay. than just All like right. go wherever open call. We don't care when you come. Right. So they said, if you don't want to come, don't come. If you do, you have to take care of your travel. And the closest one was Seattle. So eh, Timmy and I took a road trip. Worth it. All one day. day. So similar Ooh. to you, if you weren't in that scene, and most people know this about me, like I'm not doing anything like sleeping around. I'm waiting until I'm married because mm-hmm. I think it's special. I'm that kind of guy. So Timmy and wow, I we took got two a... 2v1 right now. Yeah. I got, I'm, I'm 20, I'm 19 years old this time taking a road trip with my girlfriend to Seattle and we did a one day trip. We came back the same day. So we got up at 4am drove to Seattle. I sang three songs in front of some dude in Seattle. They told me that I passed. I did an interview and I went home and they said they were going to send that video to the producers and then they would decide if I made it past that audition. So I'm like, at this point it's June, 2018. That's a lot. It's almost, it's almost a year. I've already you're, you're like I mean, eight months ish. Totally. So then I wait for two months. They call me. They say, congratulations. You made it to another round of auditions Damn. in August <laughs> for, yeah, for three days. <laughs> they fly me this time to LA and yeah, I right. sing mm-hmm. two songs in front of the panel What'd of the show. Sing? I sang stay by post Malone. Okay. And delicate by Taylor Swift. All right. <sighs> delicate. I love delicate. Chuck is yeah. the one that turned me on to that song. Actually. Really? Yeah. It's a good song. It's a banger. That's that's what's the blessing about being secure is that I you have can love no anything you want. Oh, like, dude, the amount of songs that like I bump max volume in my truck and I'll have a window down, dog hanging out, and people mm-hmm. will be like, "What the fuck are you listening to?" <laughs> like, do you guys like Justin Bieber and stuff like that? No, uh, I don't. I don't like Bieber, but uh, my dude, last three, to, dude, the last three in the last week and a half, I was like, for I I do like uh, rotations for like four or five days. Like I listen to this, like an artist over and over and over and over and over and over and over for like four or five days and I move on. Totally. And so I was like on a Katy Perry binge last nice. week. Nice. Like just tons of Katy Perry. And then I recently was just listening to Toby Keith for the last six days. Okay. Yep. Which I hate. I hate country. But I'm, some I'm about, in the same I'm Some in the about same Toby world. Keith, man. What are you doing? I don't but. know. And then, and, then, and then recently it's been Man of War, which if you don't know Man of oh, War is. Dude. Uh-uh. 
seen them live. Like, they're like dragon metal music. But I've seen Man of War live. You've seen Man of War live, huh? Yep. Well, but yeah, wow. I mean, yeah, so just the whole music thing is... Tons of different variety. Yeah. There. Yeah. So I sing those two songs in front of the panel of the show, and then the next day they like, or that night, they call people into a maybe room, a yes room, or a no room. No the idea no room is like idea. what is a no so room? This is what American the Idol street? actually films. Is there a no they room? They just don't film this for the voice because they're not about that, that personal part. level. Yeah. And so I don't know. And someone's been on the show before or auditioned before. So if you get a chair to turn on the voice, because if anybody doesn't know much about the show, um, if it, this if, is way down the line though, totally. You just obviously, yeah. Like if you want to get on the show, a coach is facing away from you. They press a button to turn their chair and face you. That means you yeah. made it. If you didn't get a chair turn, but they want you back, you can re-audition. Wait, wait, wait. Pause for a second. Okay. You go. Okay, wait. So do you get? Are you predetermined before you go on a stage? Of no, no. no. So you're not in a no room before you go on stage. Correct. And they don't know. Mm-mm. Right. Okay. So this is still before the show's because even being aired. So, so that part like is a, organic. I'm not a Absolutely, film pro, but, but before like, that, it's no. like weird. Oh yeah. Because here's the thing: they, they break to, it down right? into this is NBC. Yeah. So the oh, voice clearly. has no say in who's on the show. NBC has to approve. <laughs> NBC is. NBC is. Well, I I, <laughs> I learned I learned a long time ago how fake a lot of stuff is. Sure. And yeah. how staged almost every reality show that you can think of mm-hmm. is staged or even and like fake even like um like youtube videos too yeah oh, totally Famous, like reactions yeah. and do you remember the fucker and the pussy guy uh-huh oh that's all fake faked. it's all staged oh, yeah that was faked yeah uh, so Completely much of that is but, but yeah so going to the reality shows and stuff like that's uh, to be honest jacob i actually um i watched like two or three of your episodes mm-hmm. but before then i never watched the voice sure. i didn't uh, sorry and i didn't watch any that's okay I don't, I don't do tv dude i don't care i haven't since i was 20 funny side story i got a tattoo with one of the contestants of uh, oh. roman numeral 16 so Hell we yeah. had that together okay. cool. the dude had no idea and he goes so what's 16 mean and we go Oh, we were on season 16 of The Voice, and so we're getting tattoos and, you know, kind of have that memory. That's and he cool. goes, what's The Voice? And we go, oh, so it's a TV show. Uh, you sing, competition. And he's like, oh, never heard of it. I'm like, oh, okay. It's like American Idol or like America's Got Talent. And he's just like. Well, he's a tattoo artist. No, he, I don't know. He thinks the earth is flat probably. Yeah. I mean, he literally yeah. goes, I have never heard of American Idol. And I thought he was messing with us. No. And he goes, I don't have cable. I've never had cable. Yeah. I yeah. said, then why did you ask in the first place? What this was about? If you've never had, I, I like how this is cable, a uh, this this is a um, homeschooled kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being like uh, explaining to you, explaining what, to his some dude. What in, year peasant are we in? Some dude like double my age who should know. It should are know you a dirt? Is. Are you a dirt farmer? Or? Yeah. Anyways, I get onto the show. Moral of the story. Um, by. <laughs> Um, a few months before it airs because they pre-tape a, b- a bit of it to have some well, they have episodes to. ready to air. Yeah. And then um, I'm coming back and forth from L.A. to Coeur d'Alene working in NDAs. I told a lot of people that I trusted, um, like work, family, and, and church, and, and my family and friends. All that fun stuff. Yeah. Yep. And then it aired in uh, February, and my episode aired in March. Yeah. And... Um, but yeah, getting me on the show is because of Timmy's encouragement and me right. wanting to impress my girlfriend, and that yeah. kind of threw me into this awesome experience. Yeah. At the same time, Timmy was doing long distance with me in France because she wanted to be an au pair and nanny of family in France. So she's truly the most adventurous kind of person. Yeah. I'm in L.A. 
We're right. going through life changing experiences. There's no fucking way I could do that. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Are no. you traveling or long distance? Long distance. Yeah, I wouldn't. Wish I tried it on my that worst once, enemy. and it was not long distance. Nine months. And dude, uh, six weeks. <laughs> I'm just like, this is this can't work. Oh, there's serious? no fucking way. Yeah, I'm a very hot cold dude. Like sure. when it comes to that, like. We were the right personalities to do it, but it's not. Yeah, you guys, it was you guys are a good pair. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll get Timory on here at some point. But you should. Um, a good pair for a woman who wants to be an au pair. Yeah. Ooh. Au pair. Oh, shit. <laughs> Rhyming and stealing. Um, okay. I don't like it. <laughs> I guess, I guess uh, you know, I, you probably have had a podcast or two about talking about this sort of stuff. So I kind of mm-hmm. want to ask some interesting questions. Okay. About, you know. Um, and this, I'm just going to break the ice. This is a very normal one. Okay. But are there any like uh, nervous things you do before playing? Like, is there a tick or anything? Like, I, I couldn't imagine. Like, or, I, I've, or been your in, I've been in situations. Yeah, is there, is there something that you like do? Preparation H before you're about to like go out in front of everyone on the show. Yeah, yeah, on the show. If maybe too. Like, was there something like where you just like? Because if you're going you live, you're in front of what twenty ten thousand yeah. people. So in the building is really small amount of people it's the lighting the dark colors the uh. shading of everything the camera angle it makes it look like thousands it's like four to five hundred people oh damn um yeah it doesn't it look goes, that big but i mean when it, it goes live still, it's, it's still a lot i think they have like 12 on. million ratings or 12 million yeah. viewers a night it's it's, it's pretty a lot. it's a lot mm-hmm. but i but okay so i don't know about you jacob but for me like i i don't have a problem with when there's like millions like mm-hmm. i've never been in a situation where millions are looking at me but in mass crowds, I have no problem being crazy. Totally. In smaller crowds, I'm like, eh. like I'm I get a little bit way. more, like it's more intimate. So it's like 400 to 500 people watching me is way scarier than being in front of like 10, 15 million. Yeah, absolutely. It is weirder. I would say. So any nervous ticks you did or like, I don't know. I wouldn't say quite a nervous tick. It's maybe a little random, but um, you wouldn't like give your guitar an old kick or something. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is it. Bye. I, I fucking hate you if a, I don't win. I'm a, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a super anxious person, uh, and so I, I overthink a lot, and so uh, yeah, I yeah. pee probably oh, five oh, times no. every thirty minutes. You get clammy hands. Yeah. So Oof. I I need to make sure that I've released Paper all towels. of the pee that I could. Yeah. So I go to the bathroom constantly. <laughs> Man, could you imagine trying to have to pee on stage while you're Dude. singing? And I'm always afraid of yawning on stage, even though it's like impossible. If what? you're if you're kicked in with any yeah, sort of adrenaline, no way. normal fear. Yeah, but any uh, any res- any like actual response, you cannot uh, um, yawn. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. It, it will not happen. But it's just still this thought that killed me. Why? I have no, because that's my brain. Did you see something like on nope. TV where like that guy yawned? He's a fucking loser. Literally, my brain. <laughs> just me going, what if I yawned? Yeah. Oh, dude, you I got that brain, huh? I got that brain. So the, I didn't have so much of a nervous tick, but what I would do to normalize what I was doing is go, I don't have to worry about what the camera is doing and who's looking through this lens, like yeah. America. All I have to do is sing a song. Okay, and that's like it's an easy thing of advice to just like tell my brain there wasn't so much of a nervous tick. I get really really quiet when I'm nervous and when I'm angry. Yeah. So if I'm like freaking out, I don't talk to anybody and I, I have, just sit still and calm down. The anger side is me definitely quiet, dead quiet. Totally. That's when you know I'm fucking really mad. If I let I, myself freak re- out, you change color. Yeah, I do change color yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, really. I get quiet for a second, and then yeah, you start like a butt little bubble, like <laughs> mm, shaking bubble. It builds quick. Yeah. Did you ever fart on stage? Mm. Is that because I just farted? I farted did in you? a lot of buildings. 
I've definitely farted <laughs> all over Universal Studios. But Good for I would you. say yeah. mid-performance, no, not quite. But uh, yeah, right before, definitely. It'd almost be like as a secure individual in my mindset, it'd almost be like I'm gonna save this for the performance. It. Yeah, like to do it on stage in the middle of it so like no one else knows, but I know that when I was singing that note I just ripped a fart. I did that with uh I used to vape. And so Oof, I you did? Absolutely. Well he really? showed up in a Subaru. It was a stress thing. Dang. He showed up in a Subaru. You, you drive you drive a Subaru. I was actually going to come to you about this after this conversation. <laughs> I know you drive a Subaru. Uh, your stereotypes are. I saw so it. And I'm wrong. just like, who's this motherfucker hey, in the Subaru? Shut up, fucking <laughs> shit. Pause no. for a second. Go for it. Your sister tagged me in an Instagram. Story. I saw it. Yeah, what was and, that? Uh, it was. She's like, look at me. I'm not parking <laughs> too far away from a car. Wow. And, Great. You're the one percent. Well, she started. I would say twenty. She no. Well. With all due respect, still not a good metric. Before she twenty percent. Before she recorded, she was already parked pretty far behind, <laughs> and then she moved up in the video. So I told her I was like, because well. of it. Yeah, I was like, well. <laughs> but uh, with, that's Marissa, <laughs> and she's a total sweetheart. So absolutely. Um, that hey. uh, was funny. Is people and my stereotypes? I just did one about trucks too. Like people, like I, I, get, I saw that. A little I get bit, like yeah. ten or twelve. For my mass amount of uh, followers, I, yeah. get, I get hit up all the time, and people get pissed. Sometimes I get some pissed off people. And most of the times, they're all just laughing. But when they hit on, when you hit on super, oh yeah, hard. Really? And, but but what's funny is that like, um, I think. Well, I guess I would take it personal too if I was insecure a little bit. But and sometimes like not not to say that I'm a secure individual because I, I am predominantly. But there's I'm, I'm still like sure everyone still, has an area. Yeah, of being there's still insecure. soft spots. But I yeah I I get soft. When I get soft, it's because I hurt someone's feelings. Oh sure. And uh, a lot, I hurt a lot of Subaru drivers' feelings. Really? <laughs> All the time. I think it's a funny stereotype. I just think it's funny to be I'm a any natural, sort of debate about it. I'm a natural <laughs> comedian when it comes to like I I'm fair game. So I'm like everything gets made fun of. Oh sure. Oh yeah. Like yeah. everything, For, and, and that's how you, you kind of wash yeah. it out. But totally. I mean, um, you have to be to like a, be a, a functioning like adult. Yeah, I um, think totally. for sure. So I guess I guess what I'll ask too, going back to the voice stuff, mm-hmm. um, was there any like significant awkward moments in it, like like with uh, in a personal interaction or something that might not be that you think is awkward, but like is actually awkward, right? Uh, I don't know if it was like through because you you had um, the dude uh, who turned around for you, John, was and it Kelly, John and uh, Kelly Clarkson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was the last name of the John? Legend. Legend. Yeah. John, John Legend. Is a cool dude. Fuck, dude. That name. Yeah. How can you not be? And uh, Chrissy Teigen is, is his wife, yeah. right? Yeah. Was it? Did you ever get to meet her? Teigen? So in a commercial break, that Chrissy came out. Sounds like a motorcycle rider's <laughs> daughter. <laughs> Pretty much the same thing. Okay. But um, I don't know, what, what's it like being around? I mean, okay, so two questions here. Awkward moments, mm-hmm. if any. And then how how is it like interacting with John Legend? Because from what we already know, you know, being in just about an hour into our podcast here, um, you're homeschooled. You're from freaking northern Idaho. You're an hour away from the Canadian border. Right. You know, like it's it's small up here still for a lot of people that live in other cities and stuff. And somehow you managed your way here to get it on national television potentially. Mm-hmm. And and you had John Legend. You know, this guy who's uh, has a lot of uh, prerequisites and yeah. and um, things that he's already done in life turn around for you to like maybe give you his time. So. I, I couldn't comprehend what that would feel like. So 
I would be awkward probably. I don't know. I mean, was there any the beauty of television that's pre-taped is that they cut a lot out. Yeah. <laughs> so there was I'd say the first awkward moment was the first moment I had with John. Right right away. Yeah. Okay. Um, perfect. So when you get a chair to turn, there's probably 15 minutes of conversation when you're up on stage talking oh, shit. about it. All right. They crop it into, you know, a minute and a half, two really? minutes. Really? Is that that long? Maybe. They want to get the best of everything, so yeah, they really yeah. give and it's it's win-win. You they give you a lot of time. Yeah. To like calm down, and then they get the best shots of you not freaking out, and Wild. you can see. Do they make you first... redo stuff? No, not really. Oh, okay. Um, the only yeah, the only thing they've ever redone, and I'll say this, which was an awkward moment, the most awkward moment. But first, uh, the blind audition, I I got two chairs to turn, John Legend and Clay Clarkson, and then they speak with me and they ask me questions and and they. What just... song was it? I sang "Delicate" by Taylor Swift. Okay, so my song. executive okay. audition was chosen to be. Um, we it was agreed upon. I, I sent that as something I wanted to do right. with a list of so many. So you pick, all right? You pick like, and you don't. Like, so you send them tons of things. You give okay them options, doing. yeah, and they, they help you. Okay, absolutely. There's I I would to also preface this and not just because they would appreciate this. I was genuinely surprised by a lot of the authenticity within the show, and that they were very minimal in what was fake reality TV. Right. A lot of it, at least for the voice specifically, was pretty solid. Yeah. Um, okay. I will definitely not say that about all reality TV, but the voice was was pretty fair. They were really nice people and mm -hmm. cared about the contestants. But um, there was a moment when, because growing up, uh, John Legend, uh, my season was his first season as a coach. And so yeah. I grew up just wanting to be on Team Adam, just thinking that was so cool <laughs> and he's a rock star. Right, yeah. And, you know, people can hit on Rune 5, fair game, because they've changed to just pop. But... Um, I always thought he was really cool and his dude, voice is really who cares? special. I remember buying like a Maroon 5 album when his I was songs about Jane. He's a cool dude. Dude. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. And so I was torn between I knew oh, that if John album covers if John so turned good. but Adam didn't, I'd choose John. Like it was Were between Adam or, or John. Was, this, was it Kelly and John? Just Kelly and John, so okay. I knew it was gonna be John. And right. no offense to Kelly, I just John Legend's awesome. Well, yeah, I mean, sure. I wouldn't want Kelly on my team if I even had a choice. Kelly Clarkson? <laughs> really? Yeah, I think if she just she turned around. She won reality TV. Let me just put it this way. If she turned around for me, it was just her. I'd just be like, I'm good. I'd say, hey, thanks for the thought. Yeah, I'm like, I'm good. I'm all right. <laughs> she is. It was sad is that she gets most of the hate. But Why? she's like the most genuine because she's the most real. She's just a dork and people don't take her that seriously on the show. Yeah. But I think she's like, like well, why so don't sweet. you like her? Uh, just her I don't songs? not like her. I, like I'm first off, I'm not like a uh, I'm not like a an established musician in any way, shape, or form. Well, I, I didn't but ask you that. I know, but like, uh, if I was to somehow Fuck. magically make it on somehow, right. and she turned around, I would do it. For what the wow about factor. her? I would do it purely for the wow factor. Just because of her face? No. Okay. Just because she's the newest one, and I knew I know that like it would make a mark on like the voice. Because has there any has there been anyone ever? <laughs> this is Chuck in a nutshell right there. This is me. Has that there is been you. anyone ever that said no? That has said no when there's been one turnaround. You're not allowed to. That's Chuck. I would. You sign a contract. I yeah, but they I would, would say no. pause the filming and say, "Hey, Chuck, you're not allowed to." Well, I would. And then still they'd do sue it. you. Well, okay, for I'd breaking the contract. I figure it out. <laughs> I'd be smart. Figure it out. I premeditate it. Okay. I would premeditate a. a, a um, I think you would find a way to like nicely say you find a way to, like troll skip it. a signature so yeah. that you got I feel like my it. voice hurts. I'm to decline. <laughs> my voice hurts. Yeah. That's or when you're talking to her, just, just like do something, some weird like yeah. snort like a lot. Like, <laughs> like when you're talking, uh, snort your talk. 
like like ignore or like like bend what she said. What do you just start taking some re- like, taking your reason. clothes off? But you don't take it all off. You just like you're like it's getting hot and you just start taking oh, these socks. Pausing it, you gotta yeah. stop. And you're like no, yeah. And you just keep going. Yeah. These socks, these socks are really. But I want to know your I want to know your your pinnacle awkward moment. The pinnacle awkward moment was this. So I made it. If anybody watches the show or doesn't, it goes from the blind audition. The next round is called the battle rounds, and uh, so there's four teams. Team Adam at the time, Team Legend, mm-hmm. Kelly, and Blake. Yeah. So there's 12 contestants on each team. So a total of 48 are the first amount of contestants. And then now you have to go against your own teammate in the battle rounds. So our coaches pair us up. I was paired against Talon Carden, who was on, of course, Team Legend as well. And I beat him in the battle rounds. Talon. It's a cool name. Su- well, honestly, one of the sweetest guys that I knew on the show. Really great guy. Cool voice. Sounds like um, like Sean Mendez. Like girls hmm. loved him. Good looking well, guy. I mean Sean Mendez. I mean like he's huge. Yeah. Only I mean, talent I know. Good looking guy. He's from I'd Utah. Still say no to him Cocaine too. addict. Totally. That Is was a, that. Was, well, that was the only talent that I knew. Okay. Was a good looking guy, cool voice, cocaine addict. Cocaine addict. That's, that's how. I, he that's wasn't how I too met him, heavy actually. on that. Through coke. No, he was just the nicest guy. Okay. And uh, well, yeah. we, again, the battle rounds are pre-taped, and they they don't hide that because they announce live shows versus not saying that they're live right um and so the battle rounds they were films that? what's that i don't know if they did that yeah they they keep up like back stock of episodes to air oh, oh, so they mind. can start sorry, filming sorry. for the next season i thought you said they'd like announce yeah once they announce it's live it's implied that okay, others yeah, aren't yeah. live okay so yeah, it's yeah. not like a secret right. that it's pre-taped by any means um so Talon and I battle each other. We sang a police song, uh, Every Little Ooh, Thing She Does Is Magic. Dude. Oh, that's yeah. a good song. A I, I watched this one. This is, this is actually one of the first that's like actual episodes I, had, I actually watched yeah. all the way through. So much fun. Um, and I beat him in the in the round, but what sucked was because it was pre-taped, there's an order to the show. So we perform. Mm-hmm. The coaches mm-hmm. tell us what they think. Carson Daly walks in. That's like his cue is to say, John, Tough decision, but who is the winner of this battle? Fucking Carson Daly, dude. This guy. Oh, my gosh. The hustler of Hollywood right now. MTV for sure. star. Sal Masakela and him. Remember Sal? Yeah, but, but I he's mean, the one that survived. Yeah, but Sal is, dude, Gone. Carson is on like, do you know who the Sal ultimate Masakela level, is? dude. Hmm? Do you know who you know Sal, Sal Masakela is? No. See? There you Damn, go. Damn, dude. Carson Daly. Yeah, yeah, but that's on the... Yeah, but the, uh, okay. Yeah, but he so he was like, like number one announcer for everything. But go yeah, but Carson Daly has been going for so long, Forever. dude. Like he has his own shows. He works and around he the, the clock. He does everything. He, he looks like he's at age every any minute of the day. I don't understand how this guy keeps it together. I bet you him like, and Ryan Seacrest have robot dude, dream. Battles. Him and Ryan Seacrest <laughs> have the darkest dungeons in their house. <laughs> like I, I can't understand any way out of it. And he has a way to be super positive the whole time. Yeah, like, he's really nice to us. Like is he is he yeah, thirty five nice. or is he fifty five? Like who knows? There's no doesn't do a difference. Doesn't do yeah. It doesn't matter because he'll do the he'll act the same no matter what. Yeah. But anyways, so his cue is to say, John, who is the winner of this battle? Right. And then John would say the winner of this battle is, and then he yeah. paused so they can edit in suspense and then say Jacob or Talon. Um, is the long, is the, is the wait as long as it is in the show? Uh, they change so, it up, so sometimes they just put it live. Like or they put it the way it was, and sometimes they add in. So sometimes, like the the judge does wait, 
Yeah, the, the, sometimes the they actually do take a hot minute, and then if they're truly like indecisive, yeah. sometimes it's like really real. Like Kelly is very emotional. Like, like she, like she actually is having. A She's hard actually time trying like, to figure it oh out. my gosh. Um, and then yeah. Carson's really like, all right, Kelly, what is it? It's well, not always fake. <laughs> right. So uh, <laughs> that's why John, we're on Kelly's team. Carson forgot to say his cue. Who is the winner of this battle? Okay. So John is about to say it, and because he's new, he's forgetting he's mm. supposed to not announce it yet. Oh, right. So he literally goes, oh, you no. know, Jacob, your voice is this way. Talon, your <laughs> voice is this way. So the winner of this battle is – oh, wait, Carson, aren't you supposed to cue me? And so they the, – like the MC goes, all right, guys, hold one sec. Let's reshoot that. And then me and Talon are like – <sighs> like yeah. oh my gosh because i'm about to go home that's like the next yeah. day it's a suck right We're, totally so then carson goes yeah sorry guys and they go all right three two and then john goes all right so jacob your voice is this way talon your voice and he Dude, repeats fuck. it and i'm like fuck. this is so bad and he goes and then carson goes so, so john uh, who's the winner of this battle and it's just the knowing that like john already knows now and he was about to say the name yeah, made one sense. of us more insecure and then he goes, the winner's battle is Jacob. And then, you know, there's a possibility he could have been stolen, but he didn't. Dude. And live TV is really rough, too, because Carson got somebody's name wrong, Judge Vincent. But he kept saying Judge Vinson. Oh. And so every single episode, he'd say Judge Vinson. And no one would correct him that it was wrong. <laughs> a couple awkward moments throughout the whole thing. Nothing too crazy. But was that like the biggest suck out? When was For the first time you felt like the big suck? Hmm. That sounds gay, but there's it's it's a thing for and sure. Like, to like an awkwardness or just something just, literally sucks. Just liter- no, no, no. The big suck out where like you can feel it. Like it feels like your soul is leaving your body a little bit. You know what I mean? That feeling in an awkward way. No, just like it happened. Well, I guess awkward. Yeah, it is awkward. Like bad though. Like, yeah, really like bad. you don't know your appre- like the apprehension is building, and it like then something happens and you're just like. Like Did you, you feel that like when you that, didn't win? That's what yeah. I'm thinking of right I there. I felt that uh, when – so there's I, – I lost twice. And then I got – we call it the suck out. That, the, okay. Like when it just like you, – You call it the suck out. Uh, I, I do. Call All my friends do. I learned it from my like surfer friends, right? Right. Okay. So that's what it feels like. I never walk around and say I got sucked out. That's All right. I so, think so that's a thing. That's different. a surfer thing. Sorry. <laughs> okay. well, yeah. Out, uh, sex, out and sexual. off are different, right? Sure. Yeah, very sexual. But um, no, it's it's a feeling. It, I don't know. Like, I, I, I cannot understand. explain this, but it's like, just like the worst. It is something where you're just like, it's a bad feeling. oh shit, and it it's like happening. it's oh shit, this is happening, and I'm totally probable I might be fucked. Yeah, I have no control of the so, situation. Yeah. yeah, I had to yeah, be. That's the suck out. The it's next like round after the battle. feeling in, in your fucking like chest. Yes. So yeah. that was this thing. The next round is called the cross battle. So now I have to go up against somebody from a different team that isn't my teammate. Okay. And this is true. They they say this on live TV, and no one believed it, but it's it was 100% true uh, that I didn't know who I would be paired up against until they announced it on live TV. Oh, damn. I right. knew who my battle partner was because he was my teammate. This. You don't know who you're getting paired up against. No. At all. No, that's what makes it great TV because it's real reactions. That's because they – the suck out. It's the it's the suck out reaction, and so I would suck to get paired with someone who's really good. And I was. I okay. that's so the my suck best out friend reaction. on the show like, was Carter fuck. Horn. He, oh, Carter yeah. Horn's my best friend on the show. We were, we were just buddies since before we went on TV together. We were in the executive auditions together. Hey Carter, you're probably gonna listen to this episode. Carter right? never never known a Carter before here. Carter seems pretty cool. He came I'm, up to Idaho. Somebody, yeah, he did. But yeah. I've okay, never so, known so anybody. So you got paired up with him though. 
I got paired up with Carter, uh, and we literally were like, if they pair us up, like they're they're ridiculous because they should know that we're like friends. We have a bromance joke on media, and yeah. everybody knows that we are best friends. And yeah. so on live TV, uh, they go, all right, so Blake, pick somebody and then choose who they're going up against. And Blake goes, I pick Carter. And I'm like, he better not choose anybody from Team Legend because that would actually probably be me. And then Blake goes, all right, I'm going to challenge you with someone from John. And I'm like, no oh. freaking way. And this is live. <laughs> yeah. And I truly do not know. And no one, like, they're like, oh, but you kind of knew, right? They told you before. I'm like, no, they did not tell us. And he goes, John goes, all right, I see you picked your heartthrob. I got a couple heartthrobs. Oh, and I'm like, and I don't like, want to be arrogant, but I think he's talking right about then me. Right you're like, fuck. Because <laughs> all the other dudes, like, already battled. Are you so watching this, like, on a screen? No, this is happening stage. on stage. Live, on stage. Yep. Okay, but are you? In front of him. Oh. Yeah. They're oh. all up In the there. same room. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then John just goes, Jacob. Yeah. And then Damn. Carson, like, gets it in his ear. And after we perform, Carson goes, I heard that you guys are actually really close friends. And John goes, well, I didn't know that. And then it like when the commercials were off, they were like, no, like we didn't, we weren't aware like how close you guys were. Like their job is to just like coach us. So they don't know. Well, it's all makes good TV, man. Dude, totally. if, if I knew, I would have totally picked that. Yeah. Sure. So I, I knew too. Carter I'm would win. That fucking closest friend. Carter has like a did. shock factor voice. Let's see if you he's, are friends. Yeah, he has a good voice. He's just dude. he's raspy. He's, My he's gosh. grit, and he's really above his age. Yeah. You know, I don't know. His, Sorry. Well, he's it's just okay. like he's, he's just, like this baby face looking kid. Yeah. And then he's that's got like this uh, Harry are, Styles. I don't know if that's a mm-hmm. thing, but uh, like a Harry Styles kind of like uh, fashion, like style. But no, the voice, Harry Styles his is voice a person. Is yeah, Harry Styles' voice is definitely different like, than Carter's. Carter's like Southern blues, rock. Grit shows how much I know about music. Meets right. like so, so modern like, fashion style. That. Uh, he sounds Lady Gaga. Mm. No, he sounds like Kaleo. Amy Winehouse. Uh, he's his own sound. He's really right. special, right. and okay. uh, he has a unique sound. When you, really when you look at him and you hear his voice, you're like, "What?" That's way better. Like for how many cigarettes attention does he smoke? Than it is anybody on the show? Like like country and smoke cigar like. Yeah. Like since he's been born, yeah. I'll deep play voice? something after deep, really voice? deep voice. We'll play some off air for you. So, yeah. um, like the the guy who you should keep guessing. No, like um, like a smoky version or a a raspier version of the guy who, on the intro to. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm sorry, um, I guarantee you, I won't know what you're talking about. The Big Lebowski. Sure. With the wide mustache, that guy. Oh, that guy, sure, yeah. Plus, um, like kinda. raspy. Yeah, but that's that guy's like got a seventy-year-old voice. Like that's not. Oh, okay. He's just really. Special. It's just different, but. Right. And uh, I knew Sorry. when I battled against him because we just go back to back on live TV. He mm-hmm. sang a Kaleo song. I sang Shania Twain, and uh, it was unique. But it was. What wasn't, song was it? It, it was uh, "You're Still the One." Oh. Still the one. Still the one. Me. And so oh, yeah, yeah. it wasn't as impressive as his, and he's phenomenal. And I took that pretty humbly going, I'm going to lose. And it's just that, you know, the big suck where you're just like, they're about to announce he won, and we had to wait a whole day. And Ooh. then Tuesday's the results show. That's right. I and so I stand up with Carter, and I tell him, you know, he's like truly one of my closest friends on that show. And you bond like crazy when you're going under that pressure. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I love you, bro. And he's oh, like, yeah. I love you too. And then he goes, the winner in America saved. And then he pauses so long and i just and it, audio for the viewers is different than our audio i can hardly hear carson because of the people are screaming right and i just hear like a muffled like carter horn and i just like i'm going home 
I don't know yeah. what that is. And I yeah. hug him, and then John saves me and uses one save to keep me on the show. And then so John used his save on someone that was on his damn team. Yes. dude. You right, can use a save for your own teammates. You can use a steal whoo, for a different team. Right. Okay. So he saved okay. me. He had one save for the cross battles. Use it on me. I felt really right. really good. And then the next week I lost, and I'm like, ah, oh, I feel so bad for not <laughs> <laughs> being worth his save. But that was the second big suck of just 24 people are up there on stage and uh, 13 make it through. 11 people go home the next round. Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel like like I was, uh, you know, not talented because 10 other people are going well, home with me. But it was still just like, oh, I, I think that's kind of what man. goes into my next uh, few questions here before we wrap up. Yeah. Because um, I know uh, I always tell people I'm a cynical realist. OK. Like I'm a little bit of a pessimist, but I'm more so a realist. Mm-hmm. Like people say, like it's half full, it's half empty. I'm like, it's a cup of water. Like, okay, figure it out. Yeah, like it's a cup of water. I don't really give a shit what you think. Sure, you know. So like, w- like I I go into like reality shows. It, it's not just the voice. It's any reality show. I'm like, it's just a, it's just a show, and there's gonna be an outcome, and and outcomes from that outcome are different all the time. Totally. And I do think that uh, looking back on my non keeping detail on reality music shows Mm -hmm. that usually the like mid upper half are the ones that actually get careers or do something. It's never usually the winners, maybe like Adam Lambert and Kelly Clarkson. There's like a few like token children of the reality world of music, but there's, but there's like these, like it's always usually like that upper half hanging fruit that like didn't make it. And I think that's a blessing because you didn't cut, you weren't cut from the cloth of like, appeasing to the crowd from beginning to end mm-hmm. you have your own flair and taste and that's because and that's the reason why you got maybe thrown away to the side because they didn't see that potential just sure. yet in, in that moment because you can't sing a damn shania twang song or something right right but then like when you do your own music it's like oh this person's got some talent that's not just beyond just like cover songs on their own ways totally so my question for you now is like um what are you doing now? Mm-hmm. Because one thing that I, I have noticed because I'm a marketing guy, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's just a natural thing for me to do. But I, I, I like kind of briefly one day, like looked, this is like a while ago too, but I looked at like people who won or people who were like that made it further than you and like their following versus your following. Your following is like huge compared to like some people that actually got further than you. You're like yeah. double some people. So it's like, it's weird. And it reassured in, in my life, like, I remember like, what was that, Jacob? I mean, I'm sure you remember that conversation. It was like in Vault Coffee Shop like mm-hmm. two years ago. And, I, and I'm and i like the stern individual just like, Jacob, just like freaking do, do it. Do something. <laughs> do something with your life. And I was in the middle of like doing a tech startup and like I was in the middle that of like is true. sucking or failing. And Always. I was just like, I was like, look for me. Like I might fail. I might succeed, but I'm doing it. And I know that when I am 31, I can look back at my 26-year-old self and go, you did it and you failed or yeah. you did it and you succeeded. Yeah. And, uh, and that conversation don't be really a, like in well, cool. moved me to <laughs> one of the reasons why I did this. That's, that's cool. That's, that's a cool. send dude. It's yeah. a send. Chase the chase. Yeah, a little bit of I that suck it. out, dude. I that's a good feeling. I, see, totally. I hate You'll it when I see talent sort of like that it. doesn't go <laughs> anywhere with it. And you're one of those people in, in Corlean, Idaho, Idaho in general of 60, 80,000 people in the whole northern panhandle, whatever it might be, 100,000, mm-hmm. let's say. I think, I think it's quite a bit Let's more, say 250,000 people total in all of northern Idaho. That's a lot mm-hmm. uh, for Idaho. You're a very rare sure. breed that actually has potential 
And so I remember like even had that conversation with you a year before. I would that. disagree with that. What? That he's like there's not other like I mean there is a rare breed with potential. I but think he's I'm actually the fucking only person gone with for potential it. in this room. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, I go. got no potential. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> no. Yeah. no, it's it's more so potential that I come across. Yeah, sure. Where I, I just found. call it how it is, and I don't care about your feelings because facts over feelings for the most part in my life. Where I'm like, look, it might hurt you or it might make you feel good, but I'm going to say it because I'd rather you have a better life out of it or a readjustment in life mm-hmm. from you hearing this and me being the bad guy or the good guy in your life than yeah, you, you, you just trying to make garbage. Yeah, but why would yeah. you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why would, why would you dilute yourself? I think but, just being right? honest and vocalizing how you feel is more yeah. important than. Most Any, it is. Yeah, yeah. it is. But, really, but yeah. what I'm trying to get For at sure. is like I saw something in you and that's why I had that conversation with you yeah. at that time in that coffee shop. And I didn't really like not that I didn't care who you were, but at the time I was like this kid. I just felt like I was like this kid needs to like maybe hear this. I and, did. And maybe I was being a jackass that's okay. person that's okay. know, at the time. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like sit down with him. Like it was like it was a random because you and I just saw each other totally and we're like I was just like I'm gonna lay it on him mm-hmm. and, and 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 I saw you on the voice and I'm like uh, and I, was, I was like so excited yeah but to get this get this this is how this is how my brain works this is how stupid I am I'm like I'm still not gonna like fully watch his show to keep to me like, humble to keep you at a humble state or at a like uh, state of mind that keeps you focused it's not so much to humble the individual as much as to like keep you focused on the goal because mm. throughout your life you're going to get these ups and downs totally and you might get these huge ups you might get these way crazy downs but you're going to have always up and downs no matter who you are or where you're at in life and i know that like when people lose focus they just drop mm. so i was like in my head i was like maybe if i just like not reshare him on instagram or anything like that Right. Maybe you might notice that. Maybe mm-hmm. you don't. I don't know. But like, just like keep that like focus moving. Yeah. You know. I mean, it works on me. That conversation meant a lot at the time. It's. I still look back at it as something that pushed me in the direction of where I went. Um, I wouldn't say you were a jackass. I do remember you saying you think I needed a punch in the face. I do. I've said that to some people. Yeah, and I agree. I got an emotional and and a mental punch. But in the let face, me let me rephrase that. You probably that, meant though, physically. I no. I mean more of a um, no, physicals. Decent. Let me put up. it this way. You Trust were, me. You were young. You're probably 19 or 20 at the time. I'm it's like 18. 18, actually. Yeah, actually, it's true. I I have weird analogies, as you probably know already. Mm-hmm. I always think of weird stuff, but. Um, my analogy for getting, you getting punched in the face is more so like Jacob. When I hear Jacob, when I hear you sing and stuff, I'm like, mm-hmm. this guy's got so much talent. I was like, he just needs to be roughed up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And not like in a I, Timmy's really well, cool. Like, so I wish no like, breakup on that. But I wish like a like a. Uh, she already has broken up with me. I know, but like <laughs> something that makes has you she kicked a you in the bit, face yet? All right, <laughs> something that makes you taste a little bit of the lemons in life. Yeah, that gives you that edge. That's a blood. Like in the Johnny mu- Cash it's a blood has in the, the mouth. Yeah, that's what I, I, I still call think it. I'm gonna get that to a re- You'll pretty get it. big Everyone extent. Everyone gets it. You get it well, all the time. I've gotten small tastes of let, it. Let me let you know. You sure. will continually get it if you're successful throughout the rest of your life. And that's a sign no of making what, it. No matter what, yeah, it's is, a sign of making it. Is the blood in your mouth? You'll continue to feel that. Yes. There's as, as long as you progress. I I plan that, on receiving worse, but there's nothing quite like hundreds of comments of how much people can't stand you yeah and then there's so yeah how, how does worse. that because i was as i was the next of my question i was like sure. um 
on the influential scale, mm-hmm. like how social media is just so prevalent in our day and age. And I've actually talked to a lot of people that, uh, um, that are younger, like the, the, the newer generations of people They're they're more so into like, I like people have asked them, like, would you rather be a movie star or a YouTube star? YouTube. Oh, fuck all yeah. of them all day, all, all day long. Mm. They'd rather be like the YouTube star versus the movie star. And that's just the where, where it's all going. So going to you where you came from, like, maybe a thousand followers or so, whatever it might have been to yeah. like, I don't know, 20 or 18 or 10 or I don't know what you are now. But well, like just what like were just, you doing during your first audition? Let's say, right. What do you mean? What was I doing? Uh, a social media, so social media wise, like, like what was your reach? Like before I had, voice? uh, before the voice, I had almost a thousand on like a local area, local right. area. And mm-hmm. I posted gig announcements, a couple cover videos, mainly okay. posts about my life. Right. Yeah. And, and then, then now, it got up to a thousand right before I announced. Right. And then, um, now I'm at, uh, a little over 22,000. Right. Yeah. So it's just, it's just like a massive jump. And I actually got really excited cause I, like I'm a data guy. So I'm like looking, I'm like, dang, this kid's climbing the ladder really quick. Right. And that's what I almost judge it off of. It was like, cause who's He's the opposite of I am. Mm-hmm. It, it, well, He's the data guy. I'm the field guy. Yeah. But it, yeah. you know, I just, I just look at all that. I'm like, okay, this kid's like got some actual traction. Like, right. It reiterated to me. I actually like the things that I'm the hardest on are the things that I appreciate the most. And so like, sure. I, I think you like, well, I was going to go into now what I wanted you to talk about too, is like you're, you're writing music mm-hmm. and, and, and putting it out there, but you're also like your social media is like, still pretty real and like still the same thing that you did before you. And like, I was going to ask this question, but I already knew the answer is like, did you change yourself for the audience? And I don't think you really have. Yeah. That much. I've learned that from being the generation that is the same as the people following me mm-hmm. in general. Cause it, you know, being have just any business account, Instagram, you look at the ages of people and right. the, where they're from. There's this uprising of people that just like real people. You're in the zoomers. Yeah, and people are obsessed with Post Malone because he's real, and yeah. he gets yeah, face that's tattoos because like that's funny. Yeah, and he smokes cigarettes because he feels like it, and twelve-year-olds right. love it, and twenty-year-olds yeah. love it, and Guess some fifty-year-olds love Get, it. You know what the, the hilarious thing is what this is nineteen hundred, the turn of the century was exactly what it was. Yeah, that's what celebrity was. Absolutely, and so I wanted to. It works out for people because people like what's well, it real, should. and. And I don't say it to brag, but I have way more followers than some people that were in the finale. And I made it to top 24. I made it halfway through the show. And I can't tell you why. I would probably just guess it's because I have long hair and it's, you know, shampooed and conditioned and girls like, you know. Sure. Man and tail, boys. You know, (laughs) subpar looking guys. But, I mean, in all reality, I I never want to change who I am. I never want to stray from what I actually want to do. And people actually like an well, I think that's independent what's thing. That's what's attractive. I think so. It's like people are so malleable these days in their thought process or like what they, th- they, they should think is cool or mm-hmm. not cool or whatever. And like people, every person, no matter who you are, whether you're secure or insecure, you want that security and like uh, identity in something. Mm-hmm. And, and, and even as insecure as you think you are, I think it's this, it's this, the subtle signs of security that you're creating for yourself as an adult. Yeah. Like seeing you like not change, yeah. not conform reiterated for me that you're not conforming to what the crowd wants, because that's, there's no right or wrong way to get to success for the most part. That is definitely a very right? Chuck 
question right there. Yeah, but I mean, but but like I, knowing you, that yeah. that is your individuality personality. is huge. Well, that is your personality in like a little oh yeah nutshell you know me, right there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like seeing that you and Jacob was like, for me, it was like cool. This guy has a gold nugget and he kept it a gold nugget and didn't sell sell it for a brick of bronze. I've right. got a question for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you look at me like, is it okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Like being kind of like the. I don't know. I don't know what I am really. Oh, well, I mean, a very like kind of more on the impulsive side, feeling you're, side, like you're very driven. Of, you're a deck of uh, 52 cards that has a hundred percent zero chance of a, of a joker and you pull out a joker. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm very mm. much that. Yeah. So, um, what was the most Jake thing you did or had happened to you? Because during all that, the whole thing, I'm sure you made a mistake and in your, in your head, you're just like, you might've thought this that's very me to make that mistake or, mm. or do this thing i would say where you internalize entirely like your external and your internal become one uh-huh. kind of thing and you're like oh yeah yeah i, I would totally do that like i just did it yeah <laughs> i'm fucking like that's me there's a moment where you there's too much adrenaline to remember where you are that's true um yeah. i know this and one. there was this moment when they're doing the, you know, to vote for Jacob or Carter, you know, go to the voice app or www.nbcthevoice.com. Yeah. Um, and I said, hi, mom, to the camera <laughs> when you're supposed to just be like smoldering and looking cool. You and should. I, I just I go. That. Yeah. And I just mouth. Hi, mom. And you never. And then I was like, remember doing it. It was just this quick moment of like, hi, mom. I'm like, oh, I should say hi to my mom. Like my brain just for some reason was like reverted to where what? am i right like, now right yeah. i'm all there's a camera like you yeah. like in like yeah that yeah. Like inside little thing like sucks to be i Scott. should do this i know poor dad no hi to him sorry about it <laughs> he would have hated it the best part about my Dude, dad he probably would have fucking hates hated everybody. that shit he, he hates all of you without hate, knowing who you are does he hate me? perfect he hates no one and everyone okay. so he hey Scott, i tell you this, this does he listen to podcasts he probably will hey scott You'll like me. He would. I can tell you this much. He probably knows more about you than you think he does. I, I'm sure because he's a cop. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Or a law enforcement. Um, or, he, or he's, just a, he's just an introvert. And so uh, the most secure of insecure people you can be he's to not. be like, I'm just going to go home and do nothing. And I hope I don't really care if that offends you. But you seem like a nice enough guy. It's I, like I, the most you'll get. I'm cupping my hands in the That's microphone right now. Kind God. I own a cigar company. <laughs> I have thousands of cigars. I make money. He will take you up. And I love guns. I make money. And I, I have I an enhanced carry concealed permit. So I can carry concealed in, in a lot of states. And you don't even have to know. And I love cops. So yeah. he will me. I sh- be here. I shoot right. steel. I shoot steel 200 <laughs> Andrew, yards. on the other hand, Jacob, really quick. Yeah. So to Andrew's horn, this dude what? has like a, a kind of a, not a shitty 911. Handgun? 1911. Oh. That will sorry. be replaced in the next year, though. Okay, he has a 1911 handgun. It's like it's a good gun, but it's not like not, it's not upper class at yeah. all. Okay, it's, no, it's, no, it's no. mid lower class. Or, no, lower, upper yeah. upper lower. No, and, no, not upper lower. Okay, upper lower upper is three thousand dollars. Well, I'm 4, talking upper lower class. But anyway, okay, this oh, dude, yeah, lower, this yeah. dude can shoot. I saw. What was that barrel? Which one? The one up at uh, Kellogg. It's like 200 yards or 300 oh, yards. Oh, it was uh, 265. Yeah. 265 yards. Took him about like, it took him about 20, 
shots, 15 shots, but he hit it with his 1911 handgun. Handgun. Yeah. At 265? 265 yeah. yards. <laughs> no, no. Wow. It was 265 or 360? No, no. It wasn't it, 300. It was 300. It wasn't 300. It was, quite. It, yeah. That's very impressive. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Wow. And then my current gun that I've been tuning is I've been doing about 75% ring chance on a 165 with that thing. Really? Yeah. I want to tell you what I'm doing now, but before I do... Um, my That's... Due to my fucked up uh, blindness thing, I found out. Does it help with? Uh, yeah, one so side, insanely one eye. like, like focused left eye, and then are like you left-handed? A, no, right-handed. That's the key. Apparently, was what I'm, I'm I'm left-handed, so I can't imagine. Wow, you're like, left-handed. Yeah, so I'm, I play I'm, guitar right, but so I'm, I'm cross, right? I, that's was crazy. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that, Jacob. Cool. There you go. Yeah, so I'm like a telescopic left eye. And the like a weird short vision, right? Mm-hmm. So when I like push out, it like doesn't blur that much wow. at all. It really doesn't at all. You're like made for this. So, so yeah, beyond, thanks beyond, to a fucking bullshit <laughs> goddamn fucking disease. Yeah. Oh, you <laughs> okay. Know, well, you might have gone blind, or you're blessed later on as a shooter. <laughs> as a shooter, <laughs> beyond the the shooting and the cigars and stuff, and hanging out with your dad potentially after this podcast right. sometime in our lives. Uh, tell me what Please you're going to say. Please, God, Scott, let's go. Oh, quickly, I was just going to say, uh, to to rub this in my dad's face, if you're listening, Dad, um, everybody <laughs> needs to adjust to a brand new gun. Um, he got oh, a new Glock no. one time, and he's like, let's just go shooting and try it out together. Well, part of his problem is you run a Glock and he believes about it. And usually uh, the next generation will surpass the previous. And mm, for yeah, once. But, yeah, but in the last one, it didn't. Let me have this. I outshot him with his brand new Glock. Hell yeah. Good. That was the only time in my life. And the moment he got used to it, that changed instantly. But for a moment, I outshot him with a a more accurate range of So he's he's a Glock guy, huh? At least with that one, yeah. I don't know what his, like, favorite is for fun uh, versus what he – I mean, now as lieutenant, there's a lot of administrative work, so it's way less patrol. I I get it why he would run one. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this was probably – Four or five years ago. Okay, well, okay, so we're we're dipping deep into like my new like obsession. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, I am, I am so. Okay, so but but Jacob that. though, uh, yes, I I like this Idaho talk, but <laughs> what am I doing um, now? Yeah, what are you doing now? In um, I know you're writing music. You've released a couple singles here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, what is? I was gonna ask. I want to ask two questions at the same time. What are you doing now? And then, what's the perfect reality for you in the, fu- in the near come. future and, and to come? Like, yeah. At if you 21. can paint a picture and have no boundaries to what it is, like, what is that? What, what are you trying to go for now? Like, what are you, what are you trying to do now? Okay. Now, now that the voice is done, you got like, you, you had that little uh, spice of culture and, and fame in a way and effless celebrity vibe yeah <laughs> but like what it you know like you, you've written a few songs you're, yeah. you're you're really talented i could see who you, the people that you're influenced by bahamas and all that sort of stuff like mm-hmm. i see i could see that in your music where are you trying to go with it so um first question is what i'm what am i doing now what are you doing now and where are you trying to go so right after the show i didn't go back to work until a month ago i was just doing like selling out shows uh, mm-hmm. like selling tickets, gigs, and recording my first EP in a studio all summer long. And then uh, I brought Andrew and Carter from The Voice 
into town. I got Mari Rad. from The Voice, played shows with them. Coolest thing in the world to bring those people that sure. you dreamed about well, keeping a relationship with. Yeah. And then they come and hang out. Like, that's the coolest thing ever. So tons of fun, like, just, like, gigs, raising money for all this, like, the project of the EP. And then I recorded and finished the whole EP. Uh, it's called Britney's House, Shameless Plug. It's out everywhere if people want to download Britney's Any, House. Anywhere, right? ITunes. Anywhere. Why, why Britney's yeah. House? Okay. So I, uh, so the moral of the story, the Napster? original song. Yeah. Okay, it's on Napster. Okay. Yeah, it's everywhere. That's right. That's right. Download my music. Really? I don't know. Is it? I used to. I don't know. But it's like everywhere. <laughs> okay. It's like Good. 16 different it's everywhere platforms. everywhere you can buy. Yeah. Um, listen. And so Britney's House, originally um, there was somebody in my life that actually um, took his life. And I wrote a song about his life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a Brittany that, yeah, kind of did the same thing. Really? Yeah. Um, I wanted to write a song that had to do with stages of wandering. And some of them are physical and some are metaphorical. Mm -hmm. And so it starts off with being a kid wandering too far from where you're allowed to play. The next round uh, stage rather is that Brittany's house uh, doing too much with your friends because you're being pressured to. So Britney's a made-up character, mm-hmm. and the final stage is a huge jump to suicide, and it's kind of wild. This, it's awareness of like really. wandering from what you think you should do and what people are reacting to, to the point where you're like kind of out of your own mind doing something that you shouldn't do. Yeah, so far beyond. That's yeah. big for you. It was. It really. It came from. Have you ever nothing. taken drugs? Um, I have. Psychedelics taken one at drug. all? No. Okay. No. Right, no. I, I will never do. Well, I. Uh, no. But regardless of the whatever drug or not that you've taken, like just asking, the there's a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I this is new news to me, but like you grow, you've specifically you and younger generation have grown up in a culture of like everything is taught to you that you, what you should like and believe and 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 understand and and what's okay and not okay, and that's a that's deep. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's like a deep conversation for it, you to have through a song. Yeah. That that's a first heavy song. Is that a, is that your that's first? That's the first heavy. I mean, it's Welcome not the first Jacob. song, but it was the first full song I finished. Right, that you you put, you put out there for everyone to, to, yeah. to listen to. I mean, it was out of nowhere. Um, I was at a small group with really? Anthem people, and my mom called me and said that he had killed himself. That's and, so gnarly, man. Um, I'm sorry. I appreciate but, that, but it, it brought out so much more that I didn't realize I, I had words within right. me, and I, I honestly believe like the Lord used it because people yeah. have reached out to me that it right. like touched their hearts and and it, it did them justice and that it, it brought awareness of like just the reality of like right. what can happen with things in your life that draw you to really dark places, and that I wanted that to be the the core of like who I was of like what I care about and. Um, really real things like I, I, I know I'll release music one day that's just strategically catchy sure but why not, why not also just talk about things that everybody doesn't right. want to talk about well I think um, not to direct your music influential writing but mm-hmm. the world is so fake <laughs> that people subconsciously long for the reality of just wanting to feel real versus yeah. wanting to feel accepted. I think those are two mm. different things. I think sometimes people just want to feel accepted and they'll do whatever they want to feel accepted, whatever it takes to feel accepted, whether it's in a job or social life or in music, whatever they're doing. But I do feel like there's this long, crazy need for just feeling real. Yeah. And people will pay through the nose for that. 
I agree. And people to will, see it. And people, yeah, it, it, or to experience it or whatever it might be, whether yeah. on a business level a transaction or whatever it might be. But like, so like when I, the influential people to me that make music anyway are the real ones. Now there's a few yeah, that's people. That's in everything though. Yeah, but there's a few people that like, like Katy Perry to me is like someone that just like writes music. Or she doesn't even write her music, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. like just sings it and it's boppy and it's catchy and it's good. Yeah, but there sure. are some people that like, uh, so for example, this is really stupid of me, but I love Coldplay. I love uh, Chris Tomlin or, or no, not Chris Tomlin. Martin. <laughs> Chris Martin. Chris Tomlin is a <laughs> Christian, Christian artist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Chris, Chris Martin is like, to me, was like my first influential dude where he's just like, I saw him play at a theater and he, or at a, at a, at a, uh, at the gorge outside. Mm, yeah. It was this crazy experience, but he just like, he got into the space in his head where it was just him and himself singing these songs and it really connected with me. They write real stuff. Yeah, even as a yeah. secure individual as I am, like it even like broke me down and going like I, I I accept when I see real realism. Yeah. And I and I think I when I was hearing your songs, like I I feel that and I and I like that. Like I and I really appreciate that. Yeah, and I don't think you know like changing it up works yeah. for the most part. It's cool because going for that goal mm-hmm. to hear someone acknowledge like what right. I was going for, it really affirms a lot. So I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, that's what the the EP is titled after that song. So it's a five song EP. Okay. Um, I released five songs. Damn. Two, I listen to one. Yeah, but I mean, how dare one. you? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, there's two singles. One of them is called Power Invested in Us. That's with a voice contestant. So it's a duet. And okay. then three more songs of my own. It's been some of the, like uh, Britney's House I wrote three years ago and then some of them wrote this year or some of them wrote two years ago one year ago so it's just a kind of a, a combination of songs that mean a lot to me mm-hmm. and it's like a, a truly like a like a personal project that i don't really care what people think but rather just this is who i was and kind of like made that. me to be yeah and then the next step so i've had a really awesome summer like not to brag but like really made you a did. ton you of money. You really did. Like I, I made a lot yeah. of great gigs and shows that helped yeah. me pay for this EP easily, right. move out easily, and prepare for the next step right. fairly easily. So what's so the next step? Next step is, and you were saying like a dream world, like yeah. best what, case what scenario. Is this is the goal. I want to rest for a little bit. Okay. And I, I think that that's okay. That is I, okay. I've had the most 21. chaotic year I've ever had in my entire life. Right. The most, I've never suffered from like anxiety until now and I know that feeling like just abs- unbelievable like pressure and stress that's been in my life in the last year that I'm totally down to just chill and not fly somewhere or do something on national television for a little while hmm. and so I went I took some shifts back at Union and I'm making some coffee and I'm spending time with my family and my girlfriend because we spent nine months apart and it's been really great to be home right and so this like fall and winter i just kind of want to like relax and kind of um look inward and what do i want to write what do i want to create and then come like new year springtime i want to book a bunch of shows like all around the northwest and i want to promote like who i am and my ep Mm -hmm. saves up some money and then i want to make a single that's like really strategic like for what people want to hear and i want to pitch it to labels and i just want to send demos and i want to get signed and i want to travel the world and play music for everybody everybody i want to just i want to make it really stupid question go for it Mm. never thought of it till now what does freaking ep stand for i have no idea because i know what i don't know what the acronym is i know what it entails though essential plays essential plays so yeah 
All that it means is an LP is a full album. That's right. Anything that is more than one song, but less than 10 right. is an EP. Right. So it means yeah. it can't be a full album. Yeah. I don't know what you said. Essential play. I, I don't know. I just, that's just what came out of my head. I'm going to, we it can up. Google it, but um, I don't know <sighs> what the acronyms are. What I don't know. Is it, it, yeah. I mean, um, while you're, while you're Googling that, Googling that, um, it, it, it's, it's cool. It's cool seeing you move forward, taking those resting periods, even at 21, <laughs> you're freshly 21. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I was 21, Seems a bit, it's weird to me. Do when I was, 21, I didn't do that till, yeah, there's a lot of things, yeah, you know, till I was I, fired. And the other thing is Jacob, <laughs> yeah. the thing is the thing that you might experience, you might not, I don't know. You might not get a hint of fame for a decade, yeah. right? Your next pickup. You might get it next week. Right. Right. And that's where like I come from business and there's a lot of people that just like go in, go all in and like they get that hint and they and they run. And as soon as they see like doubt from where they were from before, they're gone. Mm, And and the people that succeed, the older guys that I walk around that are looking to invest in you are all the dudes that were quiet and stuck with with it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's called the grind. Yeah, it's yeah. the grind. Just don't be afraid you know? of the grind. And it's funny because I watched That's a Netflix. In, like almost everything in life. It's I watched very a Netflix weird. thing. I watched a Netflix. You learn it one and way it was or like another. This, it was like these interviews with these famous celebrities, and they're like, one guy was like, this com- comedian was like, I actually had to like, oh, dude, fucking comedians are the worst for that. Well, like, like this guy, I, I hadn't have any fame for fifteen years, and then. Well, this guy was I'm like 40 years old and now I'm Steve Carell was like 40 Carell. Yeah. Like yeah. late thirties. Yeah. But yeah. Keep but going. long story short, this guy, you know, this guy I was watching was just basically saying like, I actually had to network and I had to ask people to do things. I'm like, you should have to do that sort of stuff to climb the ladder, hmm. but going, yeah, I, I see, I see the foreseeable future for you to be good. But you put your phone down, so... So I found it out. What, what is EP? EP stands for extended play. Okay. And LP stands for long playing. So it's kind of the same difference of an EP. Wait, is, let me be a lawyer here. Okay. What if you made five songs that are 10 minutes each? It's still by number of songs. Oh, okay. So it's by number of songs. It's not by minutes. Sneaky lawyer trick there. Sneaky, sneaky little lawyers. Yeah. But yeah, so the dream would be, like, I also, I have this, because of my upbringing, like, being homeschooled, being very family oriented, like super open with my family, really tight with what them. What was your music during your family? What's that? What was your music? What was and my your music? Up, like my upbringing. Taste? Upbringing. Like your 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 Nothing. mom and your father. Jars Nothing. of clay. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, You're laughing because you know. What, what do you mean? Uh, what do you mean? Nothing. Like they never listened to anything. Jeff Johnson. Uh, my dad was classic rocks. Classic rock, so Metallica, Aerosmith, ACDC. Well, okay, well, I mean, like, that's like what I uh, listen to. That's the to. thing, though. But it wasn't what I grew up with. It right, was like okay. when I picked up guitar and then I got an electric, I was like, what do I learn? And my dad goes, uh, Google Purple Haze. Something never. Like, okay. Oh, you know, so it your was, dad was that. Yeah. I mean, he was born Good in 72. You. Like, Thank you, Scott. His musical taste got brought up in your the Your taste 80s. is great. Your cigars are probably great. Your, your, your uh, liquor's great. Your oh. liquor's probably really great. Well, he got me hooked on Blanton's as my, one of my Blanton's. favorite bourbons. Hey, mm. that's my favorite uh, um, uh, burger and bar in Post Falls. Bunker really? Bar. Yep. Vets. 
and they have uh, Blanton's there. I will On say well. this is Blanton well. pretty flippin' like, close to a really, really nice bourbon. But it's good. It's, it's like and, a $34 bottle, so it's like not, okay. it's, it's like, pretty it's close like to eight, the same as Blanton's. 10 bucks more than a normal bottle of Scott, or a bourbon. Right. Yeah. But, but anyways, yeah, so I would say that, you know, I, I have this desire also to, like, really enjoy the simple parts of life. And so there's this balance of, like, if I could be – work in this perfect balance of like playing music for like 40,000 people and mm-hmm. making money to like take care of my family and have that kind of cushion. Um, but also like be married and have a family. I would love to do that. So okay. I don't know when and how to do it, but I will, I want to get married and then I want to just like kind of regain this fuel and then mm-hmm. just go for it. And I don't know if I want to move to LA or Timmy really wants to like go to New York Right. I'm kind of open to just like getting married and then like, all right, what do Figuring we do? We got like this window of years before right. we want to like settle down. Mm-hmm. Let's just go full force, and do you it. know? Well, okay. So this is, this is like, uh, this is my last question. Um, now it, it's kind of open ended here, but, okay. um, now I started a band. <laughs> do you know ago. about this? Are you trying to open for me. Do you know about yeah. this? I, I know about one country song you did. Oh, that's all I know. Did I? You were Couldn't tell it? you. I just remember oh, hearing like a good. country song. <laughs> so I I served at a country steakhouse and they play country all the time. What was it called? Wolf Lodge Steakhouse. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I worked there. That's big nice. Deal. It's, really big it's deal. It's actually that's famous. Yeah. Not no. that. That's a pretty no. solid job. Yeah. I mean, whatever. But um, I hate country. And I know I just said that I listened to Toby Keith. Right. But I think it's because I hated Toby Keith so much that I started listening to him. I was like, okay, this is pretty good. I've um, met a couple famous ones, actually, but in Wisconsin. Yeah. I'm really particular about country music. I've, but I've, I, I've met George Street, um, Alan Jackson. You've I had been a to beer a with Alan Jackson. And you've met Alan Jackson, yeah. did you just say? Uh, Alan Jackson, George Strait, Travis Tritt. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They're all naked, playing pool in your dreams, uh, drinking Bud Bud Light. No, no, oh, no. Okay. Alan Jackson's the best, by the way. Yeah. Well, he's cool. He's got a he's got Extremely a mustache nice. and he's blonde. Oh, my gosh. How can you hate him? But yeah. okay, um, continue. So you want to open for me? <laughs> it's a weird thing. Yeah, basically, like what I was trying to get at is, um, we recorded on an iMac probably about eight nine or years ago, uh, the weekend. And it was by Toby Tone and the Pickups. And I'll play it after this podcast for everyone. Please here, I have do. one recording of it. And it's pretty bad, but it's pretty good. Okay. And it was Toby Tone and the Pickups. And I talked like this. And I had a song called The Weekend. And I had a song called Cowboys Get All the Kisses. That's what I remember. <laughs> I remember something about Cowboys say, and Kisses. Gotta be the one. Cowboys get all, get all the kisses. <laughs> yeah. But I, I hate wow. a country so much that it was so easy to write that I started writing some music. So I don't know. Maybe maybe one day. Maybe we collab. Collab and do a country. I'm down. Okay. Wow. Okay. I'm totally down. I have a, a recording thing that doesn't work now Dude. because of Apple updated their freaking Apple. Thank you. Thing. But um, so what I want to end with, because we're, we're here, we're hitting about two hours now. Um, Jacob, you're, you're extremely influential. You have a lot ahead of yourself. 
Is there anything, is there any last remarks that you have? I know you're, you're doing your, your EPs. Is mm-hmm. there anything new that's at, coming out? At 21 years old. At 21 years old. <laughs> you, you've hit a lot of mile markers. That, I just think about myself at 21 years old. I'm just like, yeah, wow, I was a, a fucking shipwreck <laughs> on fire, dude. On like, fire. Like that wreck. What are you doing? I, I wrecked on the rocks and started on fire somehow. Yeah. Mm. Is, is there anything that you're, you're, that you want your audience to know or um, I know we've kind of we've kind of covered it, but yeah, I mean to reiterate and to just kind of add a little bit, um, you know my my first EP, Britney's House, is out everywhere. Britney's um, House, okay. I worked super hard on it, and any platform that you listen to streaming music on is uh, available. Uh, five songs, um, and you know, I really have big big plans and big ideas for stuff that is not too far away, and so though mm-hmm. it's not enough to really announce. Um, I'm going to be doing some hard hitting things pretty soon. So yeah. nothing, nothing crazy new that's happening, but, um, I'm, I'm very, I, I kind of have a theory that people who are just constantly like, I have to gig six days a week before I make it big. Like, right. I think you might lose your quality if you, um, burn yourself out. And so I want to like be kind of save up this, like, look, I'm, I'm the dick. There's also, says, there's also the grind. That's I totally different. agree. That's different. Though. And there's time to grind and there's time man. to rest. There's right. Because I, I listen to all these, I'm in the business world, Jacob. Okay. In like in the business world, like you get all these like influential people like Gary V Vaynerchuk, Gary Vaynerchuk and all these people that are like work every day. You wake up, you work, 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 work. And I'm, I'm the dude that's like, no, like save your energy up, put it into something that you With find valuable. Everything you have. And, and yeah. just put it out there and see what happens. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, do it again. Adjust <laughs> and figure it out. Yeah. And don't quit because eventually you'll figure it out. 100%. And yeah. I'm not the one that wants to lose my entire life just so I can be worth a bazillion dollars so I can be like Gary no, Vaynerchuk. I'd rather be like no. the person that makes one or two I, fantastic yeah. creations. I picked up guitar at 12. I didn't stop playing and trying and uh, trying out and gigging until I was 20. And then p- went on The Voice, <laughs> made an EP, and now well, I'm taking some time stop. off. Good. After you know, that either. and there's a little, there's a little window. I mean, the biggest albums and the biggest artists wait, like release every other year. Like they take like a year to like right. gain the inspiration back right. rather than like every month's a new single. Like I wear, I want something that's going to last. That sounds that's like, like garbage. Really quality. And so I'm, I'm kind of like regaining all this stuff and I'm, I'm going to come. Well, right back. Jacob, let's put it this way. If my podcast is still continuing in two to three years and you have a song called You're Not My Dad featuring oh, Toby fucking Keith, a, dude. I would pay you 10 grand for it. <laughs> Shaking on it. Shaking oh, yeah. It's right a shake. I'm, I I'm will serious. pay you 10K can we that. Can we get uh, okay. also okay. Uh, a guitar by Brad Paisley on that one too? Because yeah. he shreds. But it hasn't I'm been Toby down. Keith. He shreds hard. He dude. does. If you dude. make Holy a song shit. that says You're Not My Dad without it, I'd pay you like not even half. But if it has Toby Keith on it, I'll, I'll gladly pay you 10 grand. I s- swear to everything that's biblically And man. if uh, Joe Diffie somehow uh, does a uh, collaboration, <laughs> that's $100,000. Who's Joe Diffie? Oh, oh. Google. All right. Oh, country, <laughs> country God. Hey, everyone, God thank you country. so much for listening to this. I know this one went long, but uh, this is Jacob, and he's famous, and he's a famous boy, and you're a peasant because you haven't voted uh, five yeah. stars for us. I was five stars. I mean, you didn't the, vote five stars for this podcast. You, didn't you vote probably didn't stars. vote for me on The Voice. <laughs> yeah. So 
Uh, yeah. With all due respect, garbage person. Yeah, garbage life. Go keep breathing. You know how your mom says. Keep breathing. You're garbage. Keep breathing. Your dad says you're garbage. Mm-hmm. You have peasant air that you breathe. In you have jar. no cousins that like you. <laughs> yeah. Go work your peasant job. Yeah, until yeah. Until you vote us five stars. Yeah. Let us know what that dirt tastes like. And then like. we'll give you a hundred k. No. Mm. Once you download Jacob's album, then you will. Okay. Okay. Have a good night. Thank you, everyone. And uh, later, I guess. I guess you're not my dad. Yeah. Good night. Bye. Fuck off. Later. <laughs> Just shut up. Face, oh, face the drums. Record the dang song. This is Toby, this is Toby Tom. This is uh, called uh, You Don't Have to Care About Anything. This ain't going nowhere. Weekend. Toby Tom. Take 17 and a half. Three, two. Okay. Whatever. This one. Most ready? I've had a long week of work for me. I've had a, a five days of misery. I can't take it no more. I've got to get out. I said, I'm gonna buy a couple colons. The weekend is here. I'm gonna I kick back. Loosen up, I'm gonna I'll grab the boys and get in my truck. We're getting out of town. I'm getting out of here. I said, hey, boys, the beers are on me. The weekend is here. down everything you're doing and listen up buddy did you like that episode then give us our five stars right now please a 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 please